It's easy listening to a record. Start that again. It's easy listening to a record. <laughs> but a live performance is so personal and real. Just like that. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen and variations thereupon. This is the first ever live recording of Modern Escapism. Hey. Hey. I don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know how it goes. <laughs> it's the greatest theme tune ever, surely. Yes. Hello and welcome to the show. And hello to the live chat that get to see how the sausage is made. My name is Oodles, the compare without compare. And today I am joined by. You can't edit out the shite in this episode. It's Gadget. Easy week for me this week. Easy week for me. <laughs> the last time she performed live, she got a standing ovation. It's Candy Machine. <laughs> Hello. He told me in the green room that he believes performing live is where he will shine, and he's not nervous at all. It's Stig. Hello. And finally, a man so strikingly beautiful, he's been banned from appearing on television due to upstaging every actor he's ever worked with. It's Biggie. so without further ado let's go to the corporate shilling let's 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 sell some stuff stig we've got a patron haven't we yeah we certainly do and if you head over to patreon.com forward slash modern escapism you'll see everything that we do on there we have three tiers available the first one is modern escapees for five pounds a month you'll get an extended episode a week extended weekly episode of this show and at least one monthly special. Um, I've just finished editing that today, yes. so I don't think it's, that'll be out before uh, this comes out. I think it's coming out the week after, so look forward to that if you're a Patreon. And we uh, currently we are on with Too Faff, Too Curious, where Gadget <laughs> and Biggie are watching the Fast and the Furious for the first time, and mm. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to editing that uh, second episode. Yeah, um, uh, we, 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 we had fun recording it, or rather shouting. Yes. <laughs> Breaking my heart. So you, you can get the first episode for free, and if you want to listen to any more, you have to uh, sign up for the Patreon. Uh, we also do a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep, and on the Scott Sheep uh, tier, that is also £5 a month. You'll get ad-free early access to the podcast. you also get access to any original songs, artwork, uh, character sheets, and anything we do for the show, as well as being able to suggest NPCs and items for Gadget to use. And if you're feeling flush, £7.50, the Biggie Bundle gets you everything. And as Debbie Punk has said quite rightly, go Biggie Bundle or go home. I agree. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I and Tendo totally 13 saying needing to wait for payday, but the Biggie Bundle is being sub to. Well, we, we, th- we, we thank you. That's I'll nice. be standing Head right behind you until you press enter. <laughs> <laughs> he does that as well. Ex- Sniggy! Excellent. Thank you very much for that, Stig. And without further ado, let's just, let's just crack on with it. For people that have, maybe it's the first time, this is what we call the Nexus. This is what we've been doing all week, or sometimes not doing. So, Gadget, what have you been or not been doing this week? Uh, what have I been doing? Well, well I, I've not been doing much work because I've been doing a lot of podcast stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I A couple of things this week. Uh, for one, uh, I'm going to give a slight Gadget review Ooh. because um, yesterday I decided to treat myself to a pair of AirPods Pro. Ooh. Um, uh, and these are fucking brilliant. Um, 
obviously everyone's very much aware of what AirPods are. These little earbuds. Are oh, the beauties? Um, oh, they're they're absolute beauties. I yeah, I bought them kind of on a whim, partly as a treat because I, I got some good news this week. Um, and yeah, I've been listening to them all day while I've been doing housework and kind of pottering around the shops. They've got active noise cancelling and something that small. It's it's incredible. I walked into Asda before and I popped them in and it's just like the, before I even press play on my podcast, just the world went silent. Yeah, yeah, they're really good for that. I've I've used noise cancelling stuff before, but not active noise cancelling. I've just mm. used ones where it just like sucks into your ear and you just can't hear anything <laughs> yeah. as a result of it. It's just pressure. <laughs> but these ones are like the digital noise cancelling. It's it was really weird. I put them in last night when I went to bed because I thought I'll give it a try, like having some like ambient sounds on. Mm. And when I put them on and I put it on, it's just like I realized I couldn't hear my own breathing. <laughs> it's a surreal feeling. Are you sure you were breathing? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but, you're still um, here yeah still here still alive <laughs> um, but the main thing I wanted to talk about was I finally got round to reading Ask Iwata oh yeah I'm realising on Zoom this is like reversed <laughs> uh, but this is the book um, that is was that the re- least successful one to ask Jeeves <laughs> 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 no, more, more, more successful because Iwata was in business for a lot longer. <laughs> so, obviously, it was a few years ago, uh, quite sadly, uh, the Nintendo CEO, Satoru Iwata, passed away. Uh, he was quite a sick man. I think he had cancer, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so, this book is um, from a, a blog that he did um, on the Japanese Nintendo site. It was never translated into English. It was just always um, in Japanese. And this is kind of the first translation of it. And it's just some of his pearls of wisdom about how he operated, um, how he operated Nintendo. Uh, it's, it's, it, I didn't realize that Iwata was a programmer before he became the CEO. I always thought he was a businessman. Bloody hell, he rose first to the top. He, he worked for HAL Laboratory, so he worked on some of the big games. He was the chief coder on uh, Kirby and Dreamland. Oh, God, instance. I love that game. He, he rescued Earthbound. Yes. Mm. Because with... Because without mm. um, without Iwata joining um, the developer, I can't remember what the name of the developer, but without Iwata joining the developer of Earthbound for the last year of it, it would have taken another two or three years to come out. In fact, it would have came out after the N64 came out. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's it's really worthwhile reading, um, especially if you work in an office environment or if you work in a kind of a business environment. Mm. Um uh, yes, you're right, Punk. He, he did. He, he fixed the Pokemon games as well oh, uh, between him and Shigeru Miyamoto. Those, the, the, the Pokemon games are so, they're so good. I've yes. never so, played one. Ever. Oh, they're so good. The, the, there's, there's things that Iwata did that I have wished like my bosses would do. Like Even as CEO, he would have two, two um, interviews every year with every member of staff. Mm. Didn't matter whether you're a lead, whether you're a developer, whether you're the cleaner. He would sit and he would talk to everyone. It wasn't like a "you're in trouble" or "what? What's the company doing?" It's just like, "What do you think? What do you feel? How are you?" Those kind of things. That's what you want, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it talks. It talks about how he became friends with Shigeru Miyamoto mm. and how it started off that the two of them were not fractious towards each other, but a bit cautious of each other at the start. Um, and then they work together. Um, they they have different. They are different sides of the same coin. So Shigeru Miyamoto is a very creative man, but he's not the best coder in the world. Whereas Iwata was a very, um, a very rigid man, but he made brilliant code. Um, and you had this kind of this create this meeting of minds as they came together, and it came to the point where they would have lunch every Monday, every Monday without fail, at a very cheap ramen place. Oh yeah. I mean, despite the amount of money both yeah. of them were on, they never, 
they never like spread their wealth or anything like that. They would just go and just have lunch somewhere. It's kind cheap. of a thing in that in that culture as well, though, isn't it? They're not not that type of yeah. people. Um, but there's one chapter in it that's actually surprisingly hard to read, and that's um, it's just titled "Remembering Iwata," oh. and it's an Aww. interview with Shigeru Miyamoto and the uh, producer behind <clears throat> Earthbound EOT or something mm-hmm. like that. I can't remember his name. Um, it's so sad. Well, like they speak so highly of him. Yeah, but it, it broke my heart at the end of the the last the last sentence of of Miyamoto's one is I really miss him. Oh, it's just like oh, oh. mate, oh god, oh it's brutal. But it's such a lovely little read. It's only about 150 pages long. Mm. It's so uplifting all the way through because, like you say, it talks about like his struggles, like things he's found out, like the way he approaches situations, the way he approaches difficult things. It's like how to get. It's like the best job interview book you could ever read. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> um, you can get so many tips for it. And it's, it, I mean, it, it, this was um, I paid eighteen pound for it. And it's a lovely hardback. It's, book. it's, it's got, really nice. It's got it's got a lovely little artwork of Iwata on the back. Oh there. wow! And it's beautifully printed. Um, and there's just that classic quote of his, on my business card, I'm a corporate president. In my mind, I'm a game developer, but in my heart, I'm a gamer. And it's just, it's a really good Did you hear that, Goodles? Goodles no longer likes him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's off my list now. Oh, uh, and yeah, people are people are saying in the chat as well. He always remembers, um, like, me, uh, Iwata took a pay cut as CEO when the Wii U went belly up. Fucking hell, wow. Yeah, I remember so, that. So, so rather, rather than laying off staff, he took a pay cut so he didn't have to fire anybody. That's mm. what you want. I'm a leader. Yeah, like most businesses True leader. do that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, ten, I mean, t- uh, oh, Futile Exercises, subscribe with Prime. Thank you, Futile. Thank you, Futile. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Um, uh, Tendo, yeah, Tendo is saying that he was my hero in the gaming industry. I shed tears when he passed. Mm. Kieran's just ordered the hardback. You're a good man, Kieran. It's a yes. really. I, I read it in two evenings. It's a. It's easy read, but it's it's lovely to read. It's a really nice book. Oh yeah, oh lovely. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much for that. We're go, we're going to go in order of what I can see on my screen. So it's my turn now. Um, I've <laughs> <laughs> I've been um away this week, so I haven't I haven't done much. Uh, but I did manage to catch. What If, Marvel's What If, the new show on Disney+. Mm. Plus. Uh, f- I've been keen to hear about this. The first episode dropped. Um, it's an animated show. Before we go on, beautifully animated. Absolutely stunning. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know what kind of animation style they're using. But it's just, it's just r- really modern and it just pops. Mm. Um, it, it, and I know this is a weird thing to say for someone that I love cartoons, but it doesn't feel like you're watching a cartoon when it's, when it's happening. It looks really fluid, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, really fluid. It's just so I feel nice. like it's um, what Disney cartoons would look like if they had them hand-drawn more than yeah. CGI now. Yeah. yeah. Like, they would start, they would be looking like this. It, it's, it's just so pretty to watch. It's, straight away, I'm in. So the first um, episode that we, get, we, we all got to see is uh, Captain Carter. Well, sorry, what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? So the whole show starts hosted by the ethereal being known as The Watcher, and Marvel fans will know who that is. Uh, the first episode of What If revolves around a pretty straightforward hypothetical, basically. So Peggy Carter, so uh, Steve Rogers' um, long-lost lover, um, was in- what, what if she was injected with the uh, super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers, which straight away, ooh, what would happen? And basically, and uh, this has been a complaint online as well, basically the same thing, thing happens, but roles are reversed. Um, Shocking how you would think that. Yeah, so she becomes <laughs> she becomes a super soldier, Captain Carter. Um, she's got a a British shield, and she's she's really tall and really muscular. 
And she has to actually, it's, it's quite poignant actually, she has to actually deal, deal with 1930s, 1940s sexism as well. The director yep. of the Super Soldier project. Ooh, and she's British, does that mean she's Captain Britain? Uh, they don't call her that, but it very, very much alludes to Captain Britain. Um, but yeah, she has, to, she has to deal with a lot of um, like sexism and, and hierarchical things in the army, like women can't fight on the front lines, but she fucking fights. And she she's got a bigger death toll than uh, proper Captain America. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, yeah, that's true. But it's it's just it's just really. I don't. I mean, there's been a lot of nerd rage again because oh, a strong female. We've not seen that before. Oh, that's what they're all saying. Yeah. So mm. that's one of the discourses I'm seeing already on Twitter. But from from my perspective, I think it was absolutely fantastic. I'm not going to spoil what happens because there are differences to the Captain America. Uh, film that we know, but the beginning's very similar. Um, yeah, you've got. I think the clues in the title. What if? Yeah, it's as exactly. simple as that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really well done. How it's, and I think it's misleading to a lot of, for a lot of people because they're saying it's it's in the Marvel canon now um, due to events. I thought that, I thought it was explicitly not in the canon. No, it's, hence it's, it being it's, called de- what if. it's definitely canonical. Um, I I have a feeling that something is going to happen in these shows, which yes. is massive canon. spoilers. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So if if you're not caught up with the whole Marvel universe, I mean, you'll understand why it's canonical and why it potentially isn't canonical. But it's it's just it's really 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 well paced. I think it's about thirty five minutes an episode, something along those lines. And oh, it's just it's so good. And there's one bit I like to see. I, I saw in it. It's Steve Rogers is that that weedy little Steve Rogers from the beginning of Captain America, and he's that throughout. It's 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 just it's really <laughs> yeah. good. And there's one bit where she. Fucking smashes a tank and stuff. It's just, it's just, it's just really good. But if I say more about it, it will kind of spoil it. But thirty-five minutes of your life for some real Marvel goodness. I'm, I'm proper looking for. I, I like that it's now Marvel Wednesdays on Disney Plus because mm. you've got something to look forward to in that midweek. But yeah, I recommend everyone to watch it. Thirty-five minutes of your life. Just, just get on it. So I um, there was one thing I really liked was obviously when she. Goes into the machine. Yeah, I did say to my wife, I was like, "I think she's going to come out all buff." Oh, she did. <laughs> and she steps out. I was like, "Oh yes, yeah. she is. Like, she's, <laughs> she's, she's buff. She's grown. She's buff." I goes, "Yeah, but it's like I don't think Steve Rogers will be touching her chest in this one." No, <laughs> no definitely not. And then, do they refer to that as like Britain's ass or something? It's like Britain's <laughs> chest. No, no. I, do, I do have two minor gripes with yeah, it. Go for it. I don't think some of the voice acting is very good. I agree. I agree. I think Sebastian Stan, if 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 it hadn't said Sebastian Stan in the you opening credits, you wouldn't know it was him because his delivery is shocking. It's as if he's mm. zoomed it in. He's, he's, he's yeah. been on a Zoom call and, and, and he's done and it and that way. I think way. it kind of shows the difference between professional voice actors yeah. compared yeah. to just actors voicing Sebast- a cartoon. Sebastian Stan can be a bit uneven in general. <laughs> yeah, 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 but exactly. in this, like, 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 some, some, some of his Winter Soldier stuff in the films is... You know, he he looks nice and brooding in the in the first film that he's in, but oh, when he gorgeous. actually has to act, it yeah. can be a little wooden. Ironically, the person playing Steve Rogers, who is obviously doing an impersonation, it's brilliant of, of um, Chris, Chris Evans, Evans, sounds the most like the yeah, character. He does. The rest of them don't sound as good, in my opinion. But <laughs> mm. that, and and also the thing that Steve Rogers kind of gets, yeah, makes no sense. It makes to me no sense to me all. either. <laughs> but it's but, what if. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's yeah. the only way you can look at it. It's like, oh, it's what if. I was like, all right, yeah, okay. But watching it, you but, get why they opted for the cartoon route, don't you? Because it looks it very... It would have cost a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, watch it, guys. Um, let's move on. So, well, before before we move on, we'll just catch up with the chat absolutely, quickly because yeah. we've, we've had a follow from the Open World Show, so thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, JKL Gaming is subscribed with Twitch Prime. Um, Acid X Pearl has popped up saying, hello, nice to see Candy brushed her hair today. First time forever. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's Punk not a wig. With, yeah, Punk said it was a wig. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever notices me. Your hair's divine <laughs> on your chin. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. So we'll move on to you, Candy. What have you been doing this week? I've had quite a busy week this week, actually. Um, a couple of you were with me for this. I finished Those Who Remain on stream. I apologise. <laughs> now, when I say I finished it, I mean I stopped playing it. I didn't complete the game. You're finished with it. Yes. Um, now, I started actually quite liking this to begin with. It was quite charming. Um, quickly went downhill. Can I just make um, a, dis- a, a, a disclaimer as well? We got a code for it. We did get it, which makes it slightly sting less. Um, yeah, it just, I think the trouble, it, it just became a little bit repetitive and it, it suffered from getting to a save point. There weren't save points, so it would take you back quite far if you did fuck up, which I frequently did, as you saw. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't a map and you just had a, a basic lack of interaction with the environment. So... There's a scene that you're in a, in a police station at one point and you mm. think, you know, these fallen police officers, they've got guns. Yeah. Can't, can't pick them up. Nope. So there's, there's none of that. The, the game mix just didn't really grow or develop as the game went on. And as some of you, as some of you saw, it did end with a glitch and the glitch took me back to a couple of hours previously. You and fuck it. Previous, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the previous couple of hours had been pretty grueling anyway. And I was at the point of uh, pulling my fake hair out with it. So uh, that was the end of those who remain for me. <laughs> Mm. Um, the, the, the look of anger on your face was incredible. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never seen you looking so worth angry. It. <laughs> worth it for my, for, for my money. What money we uh, did At least spend. we got that, like, uh, you getting smacked in the face by the cat. So it was worth it. Oh, yeah. That was an absolute <laughs> nugget. He's in a curry now, I'll just say. Mm. Um, <laughs> what you can't see on Twitch as well is my face getting redder as wetter, or, and redder just because I've, uh, I've got my beauty filters on. So you can't see the like. There's the beauty angle filters. Really Fuck, why don't you tell me? You don't need them. Uh, but the main thing I did this week, I watched a show on Apple called Physical. Yes, um, yes, I've seen oh, this. I've seen this advertised. Yes. Now, Physical is a, it's set in 80s San Diego. It follows a self-loathing housewife who suffers from bulimia. So you've got a bit of a trigger warning mm, there. Absolutely. Played by, yeah, played by Rose Byrne, whose life starts to change after discovering a local aerobics class. Mm. Um, now, this is described as a, Dark comedy. I would probably disagree with this. I would say it's more like a drama with light-hearted moments. I yeah. don't think you could really call it a comedy. It's it follows a similar format to all the other Apple TV shows that are, that they're out at the moment. So about ten episodes, thirty-ish minutes, and they're released weekly. Um, incidentally, all of them are out now, so you can binge it. Excellent. It's not. I wouldn't say it's as strong as some of the other Apple shows that are currently out. It's it's not a patch on maybe Ted Lasso Nothing or is. Mythic Quest. <laughs> Ted Lasso is so pure. <clears throat> Um, but it is quite bingeable because they are short episodes. Um, it's just an easy background watch. I didn't, I didn't not like it. It's just not groundbreaking. Um, yeah. What I do like it, it, it doesn't fall into the trope of using overly stereotyped eighties music and fashion. It is set in the eighties. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, keep <clears throat> going on about it. Hasn't got Duran Duran on every 
little scene. <laughs> I think they are on it once, but not every scene. <laughs> I mean, apart from the aerobics outfits, which are just fantastic, but people actually did wear them. So I'll, uh, People I'll start to wear that now. It's coming back. I wear it to work all the time. Mm. Got the old camel toe out. It's brilliant. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, we're live, I, I, remember? I will say I've noticed. I will say I've noticed compared to like um, like Mythic Quest or Ted Lasso, they haven't put as much marketing no, push behind haven't. it. Like I saw, I saw a couple of video ads on Twitter, and that was about it. And like literally, they were like two seconds long. It was just Roseburn mm-hmm. posing. Um, whereas like the Ted Lasso ones or the Mythic Quest ones, you tend to get like a trailer in yeah. promoted adverts. So yeah, they, they don't seem to put as much money behind it. Yeah. Um, so Rose, yeah, we, we mentioned Roseburn. She actually plays her character really well. She's overly critical of her own physical appearance, but also everyone else's. And she's got a, a constant internal dialogue. Um, and it does sort of accurately reflect the way sometimes you do speak to yourself. You know, sometimes you've just got that horrible voice in your head and it starts attacking you it and it starts stops. attacking everyone else. Um, so they do reflect that pretty well, I thought. Um, She's Roseburn in herself. I find that she's got quite a painful face, oh. and she does. <laughs> she is a friend of the friend show. Of the show. <laughs> I don't mean that in a, that an attractive face. We've got I mean, an email from her later. Yeah, she's talented <laughs> and beautiful. That's it. She is very beautiful, but she she wears that pained expression very well, mm. and she nails she, these. She has fasc- a pained face, not a painful face. Though. Not a pain, pain's face. <laughs> and painful. <laughs> But she does do these passive-aggressive characters so well. She had a similar kind of role in um, in Bridesmaids. She's just just that character you kind of love to hate. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if you've got a bit of time, if you got if you want something on in the background, I would watch it. Just don't expect don't expect it to be groundbreaking, but you'll probably enjoy it. So go for it. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, shall we swiftly move on to Stig? Yes, yeah, so I watched a few films this week, but I can't talk about them because they kind of link in with my main topic ah. choice. So I'll bring them up a bit further down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the only other thing really that I've watched recently is the film Pig. Pig? Pig. Oh. So Pig <laughs> is a American drama film written and directed by Michael Sarnowski. It's his directorial debut. It stars Nicolas Cage, Uh-oh. Alex Wolfe, and Adam Arkin. And it follows a truffle forager whose beloved truffle-finding pig goes missing, and he goes on a mission to track <laughs> him down <laughs> through the underground <laughs> and the high society of Portland, Oregon. It's just things you watch sometimes, mate. Is, 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 is this taken with pork? <laughs> so, one would think, one would think that, hmm. one would think... Uh, this is a story. It stars Nicolas Cage. Yeah. It's, his pig gets stolen and he goes on a bit of a mission to find it. Okay, so we're basically getting John Wick with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it is about as far <laughs> removed from that as you can get. Wow. It, it's incredible. Really? It, yep. That's not hyperbole either. Such, it's just incredible. No, it's such a great film. Wow. Um, so it's, it is a, a revenge thriller in you know yeah inverted commas uh but it sub- subverts all expectations that it almost becomes anti-revenge in a weird way oh. it pretty much deconstructs everything you know about the likes of john wick and nobody all the tropes. Uh, co- constantly setting up these situations only to subvert you even more 
Wow. Um, Nicholas Cage is. This is the best Nicholas Cage performance I've seen him in in a very very long time. Mm. Wow! Like, wow! It's he's I was going to say so they don't happen often. Good no, he's <laughs> so Mandy, so Mandy was was well liked, wasn't it? And um, yeah, but that was yes, him. The Wicker Man wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. Mandy, Mandy was Cage going full Cage. Yeah, face like, off as well. Bat shit mental like Cage. This is just so subdued and. Um, He's so quiet and, and just meaningful in it. It's honestly, it's, it's brilliant. The direction is great. The music is mm. probably the best part about it. It's brilliant, the music. And yeah, for a film called Pig, based on the kidnapping of a pig, <laughs> it's probably one of the most human human films you'll ever get. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a trope that we come across a lot. I'm genuinely, no. I'm, I'm genuinely liking the sound of it. It's like it's I go downstairs great. and go to, to the wife, uh, fancy watching Pig tonight. Yeah. What it's, rating is it, by the way? Um, I don't know. To be honest, it's probably only a twelve. Oh, okay, so it's not like full gore violence or there's stuff. Not, none of that. There's none of that in it. Wow. Mm. None of that in it. That's the whole point. Um, it sounds sur- surreal. The last half an hour is properly emotionally overwhelming, and the final moments are hauntingly beautiful. Like wow. The last, literally, the last moment of it of it is just you're like, <sighs> like it's it's brilliant. Don't think I've heard "hauntingly beautiful" and Nicolas Cage in the same sentence for a very no, long time. Not, so, not since so, air. so dare I say it? Are we talking like Oscar material based on what you said? <laughs> if Nicolas Cage gets an Oscar for Pig, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> if he was kind of in better stead with Hollywood, yeah. and if it was closer to Oscar season, people might talk about it that way. It's re- I mean, it's reviewed very well. I mean, what is it on um, Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, let's have a quick look. Would you be hundred percent or something? Universally praised, yeah. Yeah, it's currently at drum roll ninety-seven percent. Whoa! Holy shit! Yep. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Eighty-three. Seven, seven Eighty-three out- on audience. Wow. Yeah, seven out of ten on IMDb. Mm. That's massive. Which I, I don't go by IMDb anymore. No, they're yeah. up and down it's all the terrible. time. Yeah, but yeah, I like you. Like you, all you thought at the start of this, I went into it expecting some sort. Of, all I know was like, watch Pig, it's brilliant. So I went into it expecting some kind of indie, artier John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With you know, but with a pig kind of bullshit. But you come away with it like proper pondering the existential exploration of emptiness <laughs> and loss. I think you've sold it on me, really, and mate. how people find meaning when there's like not you know everything else seems lost. Yeah, um, it's kind of proves why you should never write Nicolas Cage off. I'm, when he I'm wants to act, you can act. <laughs> I'm slightly concerned with the fact that we're in a world now where Nicolas Cage is having a resurgence, but not just like like action films, like actual genuinely good films. Yeah, like Raising mm. Arizona style. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like you know, this is the man that did Drive Angry. He did. <laughs> he did. Oh, he's done a lot of shit in the last mm. 15, 20 and years. Ghost Rider Two. Oh God, Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. oh God, Ghost Rider Two. It was filmed on a little camcorder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but you said that it was a film you really liked. No, isn't it? I got it was... that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> got that wrong. Yeah, Play Pig. Two. Check it out. Seriously, we will. Play Two. Yeah, excellent. I think it's only about ninety minutes long as well, so it's not even a long film. And I'm, I'm down for Pig. We're all down for Pig. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you very much, um, Biggie. Ooh. Well, um, Tuesday, thanks to N. Flem, friend of the show, uh, went to go and see Jimmy Carr live on his terribly, f- <laughs> terribly <laughs> funny tour. And yes, he really laughs like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's Jimmy Carr. I mean, I don't know what you 
really expect really when you go to that it's as offensive as he can be some jokes you've kind of maybe heard before um but he again picked on people in the crowd we were actually front row in the middle he wouldn't dare pick on you well we kind of got overlooked i have to say yeah we look at you and he just stood still for a few seconds like wow how beautiful and then moved on um but yeah it's just uh he was really good i mean i could quote some jokes but I won't because they're really offensive yeah, so we'll move on from if that. he had picked on you and asked you what you do would you have said your proper job or would you pick the podcast up well the problem was <laughs> I would have actually said what I would do but then all my mates next to me who don't do the same thing all said they were going to say the same thing so they wouldn't get picked on <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, but yeah it was a good night out it was a good laugh um, I watched the footy yesterday are we allowed to talk about football oh let's not oh, I mean you are. can yeah <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think we were yeah, it was just nice to. Um, I know Stiggy went to see a game recently, oh. but it's, it was nice to see the football back. It's nice to see people in the crowds. Um, yeah, it was just great. It was a great result for us. Not so much a great result for other teams. Yeah, but, uh, for Leeds, uh, not a good result on and off the pitch by all accounts. I was going to say you weren't one of the arseholes running around. No, I was in Northern Wales. I was well out of it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, it was nice to see that uh, the football season start again. Um, some interesting results. Um, but yeah, the, the main thing I very quickly wanted to cover <laughs> was that I started playing uh, Divinity Original Sin. Oh, um, yes. Mate. Which I've had in my backlog for yes. ages. Um, so I just wanted to play something different. So I whacked that up. Mm. For anybody that's uh, not heard of it, it was originally supported on Kickstarter. Uh, the version I'm playing was released in 2015 because I think it went through a few um, updates and so on from PC through to console. Yep. I've got the enhanced edition. Um, it's an RPG based in the Divinity universe. It's not the very first game. Um, it's like a prequel from what I understand. So It's, a, it's sort of. It's a, it's a reinvention. So yeah. th- there was like four Divinity games in the 90s on PC. Like I've got, I've got a couple of them on GOG. Yeah, they're about 30 um, pence, weren't they, at one point? <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. And in fact, well, the one I got, they were giving it away for free. Um, <laughs> I get offers from them all the time. Emails like from get on, GOG, just get like, on Gog, yeah, man. Just get like, on it. Some great yeah. stuff. Yeah. Email gear solid on there. Um, but yeah, the, yeah. So Larian, who make them now, they got the license for Divinity in 2012. Yeah, and took like three years to get started, and then they did the Kickstarter and released That's Divinity so Original good. Sin, and the rest is history. And um, yeah, do you know what? It's a funny game. The, oh, yeah. the script, the script is excellent. Um, it's beautiful considering how simple the game is. It's like a isometric, like top-down view of the world. <coughs> you can zoom in and out. Um, for example, I'm currently at the port town of um, Cecile, mm. um, and there's like seagulls constantly flying around. It just looks, it looks beautiful. The sound is excellent. Um, comedy, the acting is very good. Voice acting yeah, is, is. Uh, superb. Um, not very far into it, but yeah, just enjoying it. You basically walk around the town. You start giving. There's a main quest, by the way. Uh, you've been asked to investigate the murder of a town councillor, um, and this town is also under siege by orcs and the undead. So there's like this constant threat as Standard. soon as you arrive in this town. Standard. <laughs> Standard. Um, and then, yeah, I can't really tell you too much about it. I'm quite early in. But, um, yeah, you just get given lots of quests and things get unlocked as you walk around the town. And I'm just soaking it all in. I'm just very impressed. That's so good, man. It's, 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 a, it's a great... Uh, both games, both Divinity games are great um, 
D and D without Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, you know that 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 is based. They're as close to D and D in a video game as you'll ever get these days. Um, the the one tip I'll give you because I'll not spoil anything for you. You must must have at least one person in your party with the pet pal skill. Yes, yeah, so you can talk to you cows absolutely and stuff. Need that. <laughs> it's so good. Go, go. It's no, fucking fucking hilarious. Yeah. Some, of, some of the things the animals come out with, but. Also, like, because you, you, if you've got an size seal, you'll know that the first kind of major NPC you meet is disguised as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Is it so Aru, you, Aru or something like that? His name is Aru. Yeah. So Aru, yeah. if you have pet pal, you can like, you don't have to like sit and listen to meow for five minutes before he <laughs> decides to get bored and change into the we've got into experience the wizard. With that, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, we know about that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there isn't too much I can go on about it because I'm still very early doors in this, but. From what I've seen, it looks amazing. Sounds great. Um, just the huge games as well. Go for it. It. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, my my first playthrough of the first game was like fifty hours. Oh, mine was about that much. Se- my first playthrough of the second game was about seventy five hours. I still like haven't got to the very games. end of the second game. I've got to the the last bit, but not the very end. I just I left it on the PS4, didn't I? Like an idiot. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. Brilliant. Thank you very much. So, do you want to catch uh, up with a chat? Yeah, I was. I was going to say we've had um, we've had uh, resubscriptions from uh, Tig. He's popped into the chat. Nice uh, one. We also had a follow and a subscription from Sandbone Solo. Thank you. Oh, lovely, Sandbone. Yeah. Um, also, also going down. Uh, Sneaky said that Sneaky. Um, pig sounds absolutely dire. Nice. Awesome. And then also with regards to the football, he, he just says not after today's results. So I assume Newcastle lost. Oh yeah, Newcastle never oh, win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nimrod Hicks pointing out he's a Liverpool fan in Norwich, so I think he's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we won one? away in Norwich, so it's like he's in the oh uh, oh he's right. in the mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and Robotic Monkey is very happy to see both me and Biggie drinking Thatcher's cider. Are you, are yeah, you both thinking the same thing? Yeah. No, no different versions. He, he spotted my bottle of Thatcher's Katie. Oh, I love Katie. Oh, um, it's so good. I, I I also have a robotic monkey. Um, oh, uh, Sketch Jim Repeat is now hosting a stream for for one Thank viewer. You Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, once Thank I finish the Katie, I also have uh, Thatcher's Vintage oh, as well. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Hard burn tackle that night. Woo-hoo. So, even though this is our birthday birthday stream, Sketch Jim Repeat has just popped into the chat. It was her birthday this week, so we should wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! birthday. Twenty-one. Wow. <laughs> I, I just say everyone's twenty-one, so you don't offend anybody. Is that so, so that we would say that you're twenty-one? I am. What do you mean? I don't like get away with it. <laughs> Look at my lovely, no. l- luscious hair. I was born in nineteen twenty-one. <laughs> I mean, I mean did, 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 did you not see the comment that uh, the punk said when he joined the stream, and he said it looks like H from Steps has let himself go? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody, monkey vintage. Vintage is a strong look. I do like it. I think I've got another bottle of Katie downstairs as well. I, pe- I just picked up three bottles of Thatcher's randomly at the at the uh, shop today. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, Random go wrong. Absolutely, it's how you find new things. Mm. Right. So before we move on to our main topic, this little thing I've got here has been with me for weeks. Um, it says, "Same here." It's got my address mm-hmm. on it, which I will not reveal. Me too. Oh, shit. Yeah, we shouldn't show my address. I mean, yeah. you, unless you want to send me <laughs> nice things, not turds in the post. Um, he says, oh, badges. Yeah. Don't open that parcel, Lo- then. Loads of badges. <laughs> yeah, awkward. He says, don't open till anniversary show. So who the hell sent me this? <gasps> oh, Ooh, Andy, what is it? Thank you. 
I'm going to let you open them and then I've got a little something to say as well. So get cracking. Oh my God. So we all open them all together then, are we? Yeah, they're all the same. I'm scared. I think I've got this dildo already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, what? Oh, awesome. Nice. How cool is this? Yeah, there's loose things. Careful. Mind that rat trap. <laughs> oh, my God. Mind it. Look at this. That's incredible. Look at These this. are awesome. <laughs> oh, my well, God. A, wow. a, a no, I want to know what coaster. you think of it all, because I thought maybe oh we could God. maybe start doing some merch soon. We'll see if you think the quality is good enough. I've got a tote bag. Yeah. Like I've been to E3. Yeah. Stickers. Beautiful. <laughs> Look. Nice a, coffee mug. A coffee mug. Side down, sorry. If anyone wants to buy mine now, just go onto my OnlyFans page and uh, DM me. Oh my god, Joe! Is there oh. a notebook? That'll be good Sorry. for your D and D lit. Oh yeah, yeah. A, ma- a mask so we can advertise as we go. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh god, get that on, get that on for the <laughs> listeners, for the watchers. In fact, yeah. Get that. Oh, they suit you. Look at that. Perfect. Amazing. Um, ah, I, I just want to take a moment. Them, no. No. no, you're all over it. Be friendly. <laughs> Be friendly, of course. For, for the audio yeah, listeners, just... we've just got a, a massive modern escapism gift bag that's not available like anywhere. Good, like a goodie bag. Yeah. Look, look at that. Just, look, look at that. This is so cool. So fucking cool, man. Thank you so much. Awesome. You're very welcome. I'm blown away. I can put my notes this in This is here. now going to be upgraded to my D&D uh, notepad. So this will be everything. I'm officially using my coaster now. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow! Thank you so much for this, Joe. You built it. You no, built it. Let me say a little. Five hundred pounds. What's that for? Oh, hang on. So, right, so, right, so, so robotic monkeys has pointed out for the audio listeners. We are looking at Candy's had printed up. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. A modern escapism tote bag. Yes. A notebook. A face mask. A what? Course, sorry. A notebook. A oh, fuck off. <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> coaster. A book. A pair of stickers with the two different logos that we have. And a a kind of coffee mug, warm vacuum flask mug, um, with the uh, the spaceman helmet on it. It's beautiful. I've got to cry. Awesome! Wow, I'm absolutely thank you so much. Blown away. I, that, I will put a, I put I'll put a photo of it all in the Discord as well, or so everyone can see. Um, but before we continue. <gasps> I do want to say a massive thank you um, just for letting me on this pod. Before the pod, I was feeling, for various reasons, a little bit down about myself. And I don't know if it's the same for guys. I suspect probably not. But when you get to your mid-30s and you're a girl, you start to become slightly invisible. And I sort of spent the last decade building up other people's ventures and not necessarily my own. So I just want to say thank you for actually seeing me and welcoming me with open arms. Oh, God. And making me feel part of something. Um, you have you've never met me, made me feel like a noob or the odd one out, and um, it just it means a lot as a listener and a member of the show. It's really got me through some difficult times in the last year. Oh, Joe! Oh, oh. It, 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 it's our honour, but we did need you for the quota. So I was going to say, now you can't find me anytime soon. <laughs> we had to do it, really. We had to. I'm joking. No, uh, you're, it's as if you you never w- weren't here, in my opinion. So ah, thanks. Yeah, it's been awesome like since you started as well. And as well, like I've we've had feedback from people as well saying how good it's been since you've been on as well. So I appreciate yeah, it's that. Been Thank you. Absolutely super. You fit in perfectly. Yeah, just <laughs> superb. Thank yeah, you. And you have the best words of wisdom in uh, D&D. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, no, I'll take that one. That's absolutely true. Oh, thank you very much. 
Sneaky saying three cheers for Candy. Punk <laughs> saying Candy is the highlight of the show. Hicks is saying much love to Candy. Mm. Kieran says, oh, Candy, that's lovely. You're awesome. Nose Jam says, want to buy that drink flask? Yeah. Um, <laughs> 50 quid. <laughs> would, 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 flap those tears back in. <laughs> would you like me to show the stream um, what you sent me, Candy? Yes, I did a little something else this week as well. Oh, what the heck is uh, happening? You might have, you might have so, to look at your streams. Okay. Yes, yes. You'll, you'll have to look at the streams. It, it's not going to be pretty. I'm just going to just ch- uh, chuck an image source on the stream. It's just it's going to look nasty, but you'll. You, you, is this the picture, not the. No, no, no. No, not, not the picture. <laughs> um, so Candy has had this done, if I just then boost the size of it. And give them a few seconds to... Um... <laughs> Wicked. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. Awesome. <laughs> As usual, I'm going to be last to see this, whatever it is. You're always last to know Oodles. Mm, I know. But it's fine, because we've plus. decided tonight also to announce we're changing our logo. <laughs> <laughs> I get to decide that. Oh wow! Yes, Candy, Candy, awesome. Candy is the art queen. <laughs> oh. I'd like to thank Acid Pearl, my wonderful co-worker and friend, for doing that for me. It bloody hurt! Though. I don't want to tell you that this is his last show. <laughs> <laughs> Not, for you, maybe. For, yeah, they're, they're, they're all kicking yeah, me off. Well, 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 nice drop Pearl. these losers and start your own show. So. I agree with him. Drop these losers. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Oh God! What am I? Well, I haven't got you anything, so <laughs> sorry. I mean, I've got I've got you this this podcast. Exactly, that's all I need in life. <laughs> Thank you very much, Candy. That was yeah, that amazing. Is just of course, brilliant, oh, amazing, my pleasure, yeah, absolutely super. And we're going to be here for another ten years. Don't you worry. <laughs> <sighs> and I've just replaced my shitty uh, drinks mat. And my desk. Oh yeah, one, so. yeah, so good. The, 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 the thing is, Candy. I mean, I, I, I don't know what to do for the best because your one is absolutely lovely, but it would be replacing my Nuka Cola one. Oh, you could send that to me. Yeah, that's a good trade. Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So for the audio listeners, um, that was a load of tripe, uh, but <laughs> for everyone else, <laughs> we loved it. So, um, Biggie, why don't you? D- Hang on, we've got to redrink. Oh god, oh god. Oh oh. Biggie, why don't you tell everyone what our main topic is this week? Because it's been a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you've already guessed, it's our birthday episode today. It's been a year. So thank you to everyone that helped set it up. Thank you to everyone that's been following us, supporting us. Um, we are here because of you. We enjoy doing what we do because of who you are. And our community that's developed in Discord This is wonderful. More on that later. But uh, yeah, it's been one year of modern escapism. So we thought this week we'd do an open topic. So we're going to talk about, you know, what our favourite things are of all time. It's going to get deep. Yeah, it were, it were really, really fucking hard to think of something. It's like, you, you, you tell the person with the world's worst ADHD, you can talk about anything. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I no idea I mean, what to do. I mean, this is just an elaborate way to torture you, Oodles. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was like, everything, anything. Blah. But anyway, let's do our typical round robin style. Same order as we did on the Nexus. So, Gadget, what do you want to talk about? So, I want to talk about, um, well, like everyone, I kind of wrestled on this one. I did think for a while about maybe talking about the PS2 because that was a kind of a big yeah. thing in my life. But then I realized that over this past year, there's something that has become more important to me. And that is not just this podcast, but in general, podcasting. It's so good, isn't it? It is. Um, I got into podcasts 
about five or six years ago. Uh, I'm fairly late to Quite it. Quite late. Well, yeah, like I, I didn't care about when it was like the Ricky Gervais show and stuff like that. Like I wasn't bothered. Bothered. That's about I was the same, to be honest. It was uh, into, into more into music at the time, but. I remember there was a time um, a couple of jobs ago when I was like bored at work listening to the same playlists over and over again and music kind of wasn't doing it for me. And I've said before, like, like I'm a metal head. There was nothing really in metal that was doing it for me. Yeah, so, they were a bit of a metal death for a while, wasn't there? Yeah, I still think it's going on, to be honest. There's not much I've heard that I like. Um, <laughs> the death curve. Yeah. Uh, so I remember listening to... Holy Ooh. shit, Debbie Punk gave out 10 community subs. Ooh, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Dude, thank, thank you very you much. Awesome. Thank you. What a legend. He's a good lad. He's a good He's lad. He's a good lad indeed. Um, oh, just wish you wouldn't bring our shit. name down, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> right, to be fair, happy birthday, cunts. Hey. <laughs> that's the punk we would love. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Hey, Enflem. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, music wasn't doing it for me, so I was kind of looking for something just to keep me occupied at work. Um, mm. You know, besides work. Um, hey, Flynn. Uh So I um, went onto Apple Podcasts and I just started flicking around, seeing what was there. And it was a, it was a cesspit at that point. It was a bit of a cesspit, <laughs> but um, I discovered TCGS. That was the first podcast ah, I yes. listened to. It's where we ah, all yes. met. Because um, mm. I, I went in, I thought, well, I like computer games, so I went in video games. Oh. The computer game show. That seems like it's yeah. right for me. And that's what I call them as well. And that was so. like they were on like episode twelve at the time, I want to say. Like something really fucking yeah. early. Um and I got into them and I kind of listened to what they put out there and I got into it. And then um I started like looking at more. So I just went and like what was popular. So I started listening to Reply All. Went straight in for that. Yeah. I loved it. Started talking with people to work. Uh, case file, that was another one. Fell into that. I'm not mm. a big true crime person, but yeah, that yeah. guy's voice is just, it's like ASMR. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a proper slow, smooth Australian voice. A bit like Varty Vidya. That, that kind of voice. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Um, and yeah, I just kind of fell really into podcasting uh, in a big way. And it's actually at the point now where I don't listen to that much music anymore. It's re- mm. If I listen to music, it's just like background ambience. So like I'll put a synthwave playlist on when I'm driving or something. But nine times out of 10 these days, um, it's po- it's podcasts I listen to. I mean, in the last year, I, st- I started one. I started a second. And <laughs> like I'm actively working towards a, a getting in, like getting to a point in my life where I can do podcasting for a living, you know? Like I'm trying to make out of all of us, you're the one that could. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm trying to make it a move. Like I'm, I know I've just I've just been had job offers for a new IT job, but like the intention is in a couple of years to try and make a move into podcasting full time. Um, yeah, I know people that do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I discover so much. Like like I listen to stuff like hardcore history, and I hear like the 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 background to a lot of stuff that I know the history of anyway, but I don't know the detail of like stuff that we were taught in school, yeah. like the. Like you know, when you did World War Two history in school, you you did a little bit on the um, Pacific Theater, but you didn't really do much on it. And yet, like in mm. the last two years, I've listened to Dan Carlin talk about it for what feels like sixteen days. Because um, <laughs> that man does not do short podcasts. <laughs> no. Um, I listened to Marcus Brownlee. He has a podcast. He has the Waveform podcast. And oh, as much so good. Much as I like his YouTube channel, I prefer his podcast because he gets I do. into detail on things. Um, what else do I listen to? I listen to Punk's podcast, What the Fuck Do You Want? Which just makes me giggle every Monday. Um, do you know what I do like about Punk's podcast? And oh, when you said like, podcast is so, this is the perfect little nugget, half an hour to get up, have a shit, have a shave, brush your teeth, and get out. By the time you're out of the house, it's done. Well, um, it's, he's it's perfect for that. He's my, he's my walk to the gym podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah, there you I'm go. On, I'm on that. <laughs> yeah. Next I am epi- blowing his trumpet. Ne- I'm pretty sure the next episode when this comes out, I'm, it's my episode. That's probably its downfall. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, yeah, well, yeah. What, what else was there? Like Dungeon Dads, who we had on here, Dungeons and Daddies as well. Oh, yeah. top lads. Like, I, I mean, I was, I, I was talking with Robotic Monkey about Dungeons and Daddies the other day because they, they, they did a thing in their campaign which had me in pain laughing. It was so funny. Um, and if I hadn't just, just that day at work, if I hadn't gotten that bored and sat listened to TCGS for the first time, I wouldn't be here. You know, I wouldn't be in the situation. Like, to kind of blow smoke up our own asses out of this, like, this has given me something to do and to focus on during lockdown, during a really hard year. And I'm the kind of person that I get, I, I'm a very much a doomsayer. Like, my, my, my brain always goes to the negative side of things. So I, mm. I, I became very obsessed with this podcast really early, which is why I, I edit it the way I do, the way I, the reason why I kind of pushed us to get bigger faster. And the way you taught Stig as well. And the way I taught Stig mm. and stuff like that. And um, because that kept me sane when we were in like the ninth, eighth or ninth month of lockdown and I was actually really starting to be negatively affected by it. And the whole idea yeah. of a modern escapism podcast was so that, you know, we could talk about things that weren't, covid because at that time in the year every conversation with anyone, whether it was colleagues friends relatives whatever everyone was talking about how sick they were of covid or how sick they were of you know, the you know this or, is actually the third time we've ever mentioned that word exactly yeah like, it was unprecedented yeah mm. but like like this Yawn. this has been my therapy and podcasting and other people's podcasts have been my therapy so yeah my favorite thing in the world at the minute is podcasts. It's good to be in the scene as well because, like, I like the British like resurgence of podcasting because it started obviously when I started listening to Ricky Gervais. Like, I got a, a, an iPod to listen to it, and and then the second season you had to pay for it. I still did, um, and then the, the resurgence it just jumped right over to the US, and the US was dominating it. And in the past, like I don't know, five six years, the British scenes come right back, and that we're leading most of it now. I think. There's a massive British scene of it, and it's, mm. it's so nice to see. And like, like when like our social media manager Stig, he's he's liaison with loads of different podcast up and comers and people that are massive, and it's just it's so nice to see. Yeah, I found I found loads of new podcasts about from doing that, yeah. like some really really good ones. So much so that those ones that I kind of started out listening to several years ago, like are just yeah. fallen by the wayside. And, and, and you know they're not small podcasts or anything. You know it, it's stuff just like Commode and Mail, which I still enjoy listening to, but they aren't my like first go to now on a Friday or like a Saturday. Mm. Or, you know when they when that podcast drops, it's other ones and especially like the little indie ones. There's so many great indie podcasts out there that yeah. if you find something that sounds like your niche, just just jump on it and give it a go because. Yeah. It doesn't have to be presented by a celebrity. It doesn't have to be a BBC one, no, no. A, a BBC production. There's so many great podcasts out there that, like, just yeah, find something you like and give it a listen. Yeah, well, I mean, and we've had lots of support, haven't we? And yeah, we've we met on a podcast. We started our own podcast, and now people that listen to us are starting their podcast. Yeah. So we're trying to support and share them as well because that's what it's all about. You know, you've got Angry Kurt with his Never Watchers with Pete. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. You've got um, Deputy Punk, you've already mentioned, doing his. Um, A load in our community uh, are doing their own podcast, and they're yeah. all excellent. Nimrod, excellent. Nimrod's just good. mentioned Chet and John's. Don't, don't, don't. That's just a dagger to my heart, Chet, that Nimrod. Chet and John, Nimrod. yeah, that were good. I love that podcast. 
<laughs> it's it's it's, it's nice. I'm I'm I did like to do, I liked doing my old podcast before this one, but there was only me and, and Bobby that well we, that wanted to do it. We, it was very difficult <laughs> to get us together. So shooting that was killing that firing squad in that was the best for and and then me popping up in TCGS and just saying come on somebody help and it just happened yeah and luckily someone had an ear for sound thank fuck <laughs> <laughs> the um I mean just I mean the last thing I'll say on it is just like like from the community from our community like they've they've put me onto podcasts as well so like if it wasn't for uh, Kurt and Dumakin talking about it, I wouldn't have started listening to the back page. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, the back is really good. Which is a fantastic gaming podcast. Uh, same if Punk ha- didn't shut up about them, I wouldn't have started listening to Filthy Casuals. Um, mm. There was Snugcast, which uh, Stig guested on. Yeah, yeah. Um, God is a Geek. That's yeah, a really God one. is a Geek. That's a great one. Um, I can't remember who mentioned it. I don't know if it was an, actually for our community or another one, but the Arcanery, which is a D&D one I listen to, which is like a DM tips one. Um, you need that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, huh? He does I'm not to kill trouble in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think I think I can't remember whether it was our commute or whether it was the old TCGS one that we we were in together. But uh, the Darknet Diaries. Oh like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely yeah, great. TCGS tech that one. Yeah, that was absolutely great tech yeah. podcast. So yeah, um, I just fucking love podcasting. This is the, the, this yeah, this is my so favorite thing. Good, I mean, even when it gets irritating, even when I'm spending like fucking six to eight hours editing an episode, it's still fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even editing out every single one of Oodles is. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> what? I yeah, never Oodles. noticed that before, but now I will. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, 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 I did our um, yeah our <laughs> Patreon special today and. I just spent time looking for like I want an intro song for our Q and A. So like, well, I found the one. Mm. Like, I'm going to use this one from that one. So when people load up and hear that, they know it's the Q and A one. Mm, really? Yeah. And then, and then I'm now like, right. So what? What can I lead this one out with? What song can I like find that fits? And <laughs> oh, it's it, it's great fun finding stuff like that, like stupid clips or anything like that. Mm. Um, mm. Like, um, especially now that we do the Patreon thing, and for people who aren't patrons, at the end of each episode, after the Patreon section, I don't end it with the theme tune. I end it with just a random song. Um, yeah, we've had a, when we when, when we meet the patrons round the back for. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there was one where in the in the Patreon bit we talked about football a lot, so I ended it with um fucking Fat Les. In the league. Yeah, that's in right. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Got me pumped. So good. I keep yeah, I keep trying to find the stranger songs that I can end things on. <laughs> I liked what I chose today. It fits something that brilliant. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to everyone in the patron hearing the Q and A because that was a laugh. That wasn't it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was. yeah, yeah. They always are a laugh. Them ones. So yeah, we'll move on. Um, same order. It's me now. So I really struggled to think of favorite thing. So I just had to go with my heart and. This is going to be quite soppy now. So my favourite thing is booze. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have got me on a, on a very, very rare non-booze day. The reason being, the reason I'm not drinking booze today is because of booze. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> um, I am extremely hungover, which I usually am, or drunk. Um, and Gadget does a really great job of editing it. So I'm I'm less drunk. Oh, I'm more drunk sometimes. <laughs> yeah. but, listen, listeners and viewers, you're seeing how shitty he is right now. 
Oh god, I'm terrible. I've never been good. And you wonder where the, all the Easter eggs of him come from. Yeah. Oh. You see all, all the pre-podcast like Yeah. yeah I, I, what, what, what was that Easter egg I put in a couple of weeks ago? They'll never know I'm drunk. <laughs> it's, it's, it's when it's when when we're normally doing it, we're, we're like we're, when we like syncing as audio and stuff and I'm like, "Oh." And then it's like, "Let's go." I'm like, "Hello." And I'm just back in the room. It's yeah, it's, it's sneaky crazy. don't but encourage yeah. him. Sneaky saying, "Fuck yes, more respect for oodles." <laughs> yes. But to be fair, Sneaky is a small Geordie man that drinks like he wants to die. I I I also have a drinking problem, usually when I run out. Um but yeah, I'm about to run out. I'm, I'm basically, I mean, if we weren't live, I would be running down to get more booze because I'm talking about booze. But let's not, I am hungover. So I just want to talk about my favourite booze, like boozers or drinks. Soup. Um, soup is up there, but <laughs> it, started, it started Dragon Soup, if you don't know what that is. It's extremely strong energy drink. Um, I have been on it out countless times when we record these shows. Um, it's become a silly thing between us, like, I'm back and forth with PR at Dragon Soup now. We're best friends. I was going to say, we're so close to being sponsored by <laughs> yeah. them now. I, yeah. I'm totally looking to do our Christmas special on the soup. Like, Oh, we are going to be on the soup. So. No one sells it locally to me, though, so I might have to organise for you to get some sent up. <laughs> I, I'll bring. I'll just bring some up, mate. I'll bring some. Don't you worry about it. I will soup everyone. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of my favourites. Um, it's a, it's 7.58%-ish drink. It's super strong. It knocks your fucking ass off, and it's brilliant. You only need about four cans and you're away. But another new, another new drink I'm really, I've really got into. It's called Sunset Rum. Uh, have we got any rum drinkers in here tonight? Because I, I do like I a do good like rum, a, rum. a spice rum. I like a spice rum. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Spice rum. so ginger beer. Yep. Oh yeah, Yum. rum and ginger beer is amazing. So this rum is uh, a product of Saint Vincent Distillers and is a winner of world's best overproof rum. Now, overproof means it's really strong. It's 84.5%. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I had some of this Good tonight. Good Lord. Now, whew. So, um, like I said, it's 84.5%. Uh, Sunset rum is so strong that the label on the bottle recommends that you drink it with a mixer because not only can this rum cause burning sensations, but can actually cause burns. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, coming I'm, out. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> Going in and out. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure what Candy uses to clean down her workstation at the tattoo shop is less is not as strong as that. <laughs> yeah, send some down. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good. I recommend it. It's, it's quite expensive. It's about fifty pound a bottle, but it's one of them that you you just you just have a few and you you you're fucked. I was at um, uh, you. I'd just look at it and I'd be fucked. On my cruise ship day, somebody bought a bottle of um, I think it was Bacardi Spice Rum. It was in that sort of gold. Yeah, they've got some really strong bottle. Bacardi ones. Um, and this guy was drinking it from the bottle that's sort of being passed around. Oh. And someone accidentally bumped him as he was drinking it, and he poured it into his eye. <gasps> and I've never heard a man scream oh, yeah. so loud. Oh, yeah. ooh, ooh, I felt that as yeah. well. <laughs> we had to get bottles of water and just pour it, because a, a lot of the crew yeah, cabins had water. Yeah, we were just oh, trying to cl- wash that eye out. It was. Yeah, it's, not like, it's not like vodka that they used to use for, like, like medicine and yeah. stuff. This, this, some rums are... F- Fucking bastard. It's like that character in Kevin and Perry, Eyeball Paul. Eyeball Paul. (laughs) 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 Fucking eyeball comes out at the end. (laughs) A new one that I'm really into is called Dragon Stout. It's actually, uh, the only place I've seen it is Asda. And you know I like a stout. Um, It's a Jamaican stout as well. Um, It's it's really nice. And as usual, quite strong. (laughs) About 7%. You know I like a strong drink. Um, That's really, really flavourful. It's really Really barley taste to it. Um, 
quite sweet as well. It's got that, that coffee aftertaste that you want with a good stout. That's a really good one. Does anyone else drink stout here? I can have. I was born on St. Patrick's Day, so uh, I always have one. <laughs> I tried some when, um, actually, when I guested on Snubcast, I had a crate of our, of our local brewery, and that had a few yeah. stouts in, which I actually really liked. They had a milk stout in there and something else, which I can't remember the name of. And I actually really liked them because for the longest time, I was always a bit like, it was a bit too much for me. Too rich. Yeah, but um, I do kind of enjoy trying new things. Sometimes it doesn't always work yeah. out. Sometimes it does. But yeah, I'm very much into trying, like grabbing a different kind of drink from te- from Some the supermarket now and try incredible. something. Uh, yeah, try milk stout because I think it's a good in between. Really, it's I'm still not, nice and creamy. I'm not, nice. a, I'm not a fan of a milk stout. I, I've had a chocolate stout before that was really nice. Oh, yeah, they can be really good. They're, I mean, super rich. Like, you can have one, and then you go into a diabetic coma. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's the problem with Guinness, I, for example. It just fill you up quite quickly. It's very heavy. I guess oh, most yeah, stouts like are similar. Drinking a, drinking a loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, my favourite all-time stout is As, uh, Aslan's Brewery, uh, Satan's Airport, it's called. Um, it's huge, big bottle, uh, sweet, malty richness. Um, it's got that coffee aftertaste. Just oh god, you you, you get raisin, caramel, toffee. It's, oh, it's so fucking good, but it's so expensive. It's like fourteen pound a bottle, and it's only a normal stout size bottle. But it's oh, it's so incredible. Um, and now I'm just I'm gonna reel off a few of my cheap beers for the uh, less connoisseur. I, I, I do like alcoholic. how your favorite drink has the, it's called Satan's. Seems very, <laughs> seems very on brand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the favourite cheap beers that you can just get anywhere for cheap is Birra Moretti. Love, love. So like, that's what I'm drinking. Yeah, I, I yeah, think it's exactly. sensational. <laughs> Especially five pound fifty for four bottles. <laughs> if, if I if I go into a pub and I'm in the mood for beer, it's a Moretti that I'll go for. Yeah, out of the tap, it's incredible like, for a cheap drink. Yeah, like you, you I mean, you walk in more. It's maybe like fifty pence more expensive than a Foster's or a Carling. But you don't yeah. get that chemically taste. You don't get that water, yeah. watery taste that you get out of Foster's. It doesn't smell of weed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 like it's like a proper lager. Yeah. It's it's really nice. Um, sorry for the Irish listeners. Cover your ears. I like a Guinness, even in England, a proper pod Guinness where it's left to do its. Guinness it's so things. different in Ireland. It's. So I was going to say. Different. I know it, it doesn't is. travel it's, at all. It's way you better. Should, incredible. It doesn't travel. Absolutely incredible. You should follow a uh, Twitter a page called Shit London Guinnesses. <laughs> all it is is just pictures of um like people just pouring really shit guinnesses or pouring them yeah. in glasses that don't suit a guinness like can't you remember stig you might not remember because you were a bit stigged as well when we went when we went to egx uh, rest and i got that guinness in that 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 expensive pub that i were nearly i was fuming about like nearly like nine quid it a pint home. and he just gave me the head was that fucking iron <laughs> <laughs> what was supposed to do with that yeah fucking shocking and my, my other go-to is Effa's Pilsner. It's just yeah, absolute. It's absolute classic Turkish Pilsner. Oh, r- r- for a cheap cheap beer, it's incredible. Robotic monkeys come in with a strong look for a cheap one. Cheap French stubbies from the supermarket. Oh, like Starburg and oh, stuff. Yeah, it's been a long time since the classic stubby. the stubbies. Like, like, Twenty-four like, pack. What, 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 what's the one that my dad always used to get? Like, like uh, it was called Le Bière Francais. They're really good. Stubbies and 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 someone argue with me because you won't be able to. But stubbies like a big, big frozen. Well, you put them in a swim and put a a little paddling pool or something all day at a barbecue. Stubbies. Oh, you can have a full crate to yourself. It's incredible. (laughs) Or I can. 
<laughs> if you've got any, if you're an idiot. And finally, <laughs> my favourite cocktail of all time. Now, I'm quite a fruity guy, um, and my favourite cocktails are mai tai. Ooh, Do we oh, know those yeah, are? good choice. Mm-hmm. So it's a cocktail based on rum, caraco liquor, liqueur, uh, argit syrup, uh, lime juice, and it's quintessential tiki cocktail. It's just a proper like island cocktail. It's I love a mai tai. It's not very impressive when when you're out there with your umbrellas and. <laughs> like, I, I fucking love cocktails. If I'm yeah. in the mood for a cocktail, I, I see, I, like yeah. the other week Not when I'm around Leeds, like me. the the men, the men always buy the uh, old fashioned because they think they're Don Draper. Like, <laughs> get a fucking mai tai down, your boy. Like oh a, no, no, like no, a woo woo war in my heater. Like just yeah, <laughs> sex on the beach. Margarita. If, if you if you go yeah. if you're going out on a Friday night after work, the best first drink you can get of the night is a espresso martini. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. it, oh, it, yeah. it gives you that shot of caffeine. It tastes yep. really nice mm. and it gets you going. Yeah. And you, you, you... So before we move on, um, do we have your, your all individual favourite cocktails slash drinks? What, what, what do we like? So I'm, I'm, I'm a whiskey man and I like, ah, I like, yes. I like neat single malt Scotch whiskey. I don't bother with ice. I've got some. Um, if, like if, a head teacher. Yeah. I've got, um, <laughs> I've got uh, uh, those metal balls that you put in the freezer. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you, so, yeah. you, so don't water, water down your, your whiskey. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's stuff like like I like. I mean, I like Haig, which is not the best whiskey in the world, but it's a really nice whiskey. Uh, Glen yeah. Morangi is my favorite. Glen Livet. Yeah. Um, Lafrogue. Uh, probably yeah. pronouncing that wrong. Uh, Lagavulin, if I can ever afford it. I think it's Lafroy. Very but... expensive. Lafroy, That sounds right. I think so. I um, yeah. I think it is. Um, I, I, and I, I was sorry. I was like I was like um, bullet bourbon, which is very different. But I can mm. drink that one nice. I really yeah. like that. It's more of a whiskey liqueur, that isn't it? Yeah, but it's, it, it's very weird, weird <clears throat> taste. Yeah, it goes, it goes down nicely though. Um, obviously, I'm drinking my, my normal everyday drink is a cider, cider because it's a cider's an outsider drink. It's a good summer drink. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really fucking it's hot in this room. Man. It's nice. Well, yeah, that's the problem. It gives you a massive heartburn. It's just you're just like that in bed going, oh, I'm fucking cider. Yeah, <laughs> and it, yeah, if, if I'm in the pub, it'll be a Moretti. Yes, absolutely, Marae. So, anybody else? Yeah. What do you want? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a cider, per- uh, cider. I'm a whiskey person. Cider. So I don't know, it's my cider as well. But no, <laughs> it's a cider drinker. <laughs> she drinks all the I walked into that. Absolutely walked into it. But no, I like whiskey, <laughs> and I like my sours. I like whiskey sours. I also really like, oh, do you like um, seven and seven mm. as well. If I want something that isn't quite so strong or a bit of a longer drink, which is usually yeah. it's. Um, I mean, there's various. It's um, normally it's. Uh, Wild. I normally have it with wild turkey and Seven Up, but I prefer it in America because the Seven Up over there is just incredible. Loads and loads of syrup in it. Exactly. (laughs) Perfect. I've been absolutely blasted on those. Um, Or just yeah, just a straight Jack Daniels as well. Like one lump of ice, it's fine. Yeah, I I don't mind a Jack Daniels. Daniels. I mean, a lot a lot of whiskey drink. Oh, that's not even whiskey. It's like I'm gonna fuck. Tastes good. Tastes good. I only like Jack Daniels if it's with Pepsi Max. Like, I can't even drink a Jack and Coke. Like, wow, it's it, it's a very strange flavor, Jack Daniels. But mm. it was one it was one of those drinks that I got really really drunk on really early on. Like I was like sixteen or seventeen, um, mm. and yeah, it was it was, it was basically a, we I was at a party at a friend's house, and one of the lads turned up with a bottle of Jack Daniels and a two liter bottle of uh, Pepsi Max. He like drank some of the Pepsi Max and just poured it in the bottle. <laughs> it was fucking rocket fuel. We were all. F- Fucked by the time we got to the by the time we got to the label, like we were all like proper. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see. Stig, what you like? Um, I like whiskey, but unsurprisingly, I haven't drunk much this year. 
No, I can't imagine why. I wonder why. I wonder why. Here's the artist's impression of what happened. <laughs> it's more like... And then, and then just <laughs> off, and then it went off. And he went... Bleh. Weren't you wearing that same T-shirt? Yeah, yeah, I was. No. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't worn it since. Speaking of which, like Christmas uh, episodes, it was suggested earlier up in the chat that we should do that one live. I'm not really sure that's... We're doing I, it no, I, th- I, th- I think that's a good especially if we're all drinking dragon soup I'm not drinking that much whiskey again there's a full bottle nearly no, I mean, soup. it's a soup oh, yeah. Christmas anyway um, it's a very soupy I Christmas. do like whiskey every now and again <laughs> I like uh, I like smoky whiskeys so I like, I like a, a Jura and um, I, I, that got me a, bel- a really nice Belveni um, oh I Christmas. do like a Belveni so that's really yeah. nice I, I just like all sorts it depends what the mood's taking me like, the last couple of years really got into gin if you've I've shown everyone our gin collection uh, that it, yeah, yeah. it went from about six bottles to now there's probably about 40 different bottles, different gins. It's the, it's gin the one realm I've never delved down. I, I don't delve down. I, don't like gin. I haven't been there just, yet. It's so refreshing. Sometimes it's like, yeah, it, it no. is just, and then if I'm having a crap day and I want to relax and sink into the sofa and, and relax. As a, he has a wank and a gin. No. <laughs> just like my grandma. Look. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Absolute dirt, this one, in this episode. Well, podcast title. Yeah. Just like, like, just like grandma. Um, just like grandma. Oh, God. It's gone. <laughs> this happens regularly, by the way. Fuck me. <laughs> no, also, be, be, before, you, before you get started against Tig, uh, uh, Tig's put, put up a good point. Bowmore is very pre, uh, very pity. You'll like Ooh, that. Okay, yeah. And he, he's right. Bowmore is really fucking nice. I, that was one of my thirty. was one of my thirtieth birthday presents. A, a nice big bottle of Bulmore. Oh, <laughs> oh! Didn't last you... long beyond the thirtieth birthday, but it was very good. <laughs> for, for, for time consciousness. Uh, one more stick. What's your What's your favourite cheap beer? Um. Oh fuck! I don't know. Um. Probably a Foster's. Probably a Stella. <laughs> Ooh. Stella's good, yeah. man. Stella's nah, good. Nah. Ste- Stella's proper chemically. I hate it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Right, Biggie, what's, what's, what's your drink? Go to drink. Really simple for me. Um, in the warmer months, it's cider. And then yep. um, speckled hen in the winter months. Speckled hen! Good. <laughs> <laughs> and any, any of them, golden hen, speckled hen, it's all good. It's the same with ciders. I like any thatcher cider, any decent cider, I'll drink it. It's all good. I bet you I bet you can sit and drink scrumpy in a paddling pool all day, can't you? Uh, maybe. Um, and then I'd like to finish the evening off with a JD, uh, but with Diet Coke and a nice tall glass, lots yep. of ice. I love it. Generally a double, at least sometimes a triple. Quick, quick, uh, quick, uh, scroll, scroll through the chat. What, what are people into? What, what are they like? Uh, K- um, Kieran saying, "Fucking love Stella." Uh, Tig saying, yeah. "Cheap beer for me is San Miguel." Yes, uh, San Miguel. And Flem saying, "Cider and JD." Yeah, um, not together, hopefully. Well, you never know. Uh, Hicks is, uh, Nimrod Hicks says, "Southern Comfort is the first drink I properly got hammered and hurled on. Can't even smell it now without retching." <laughs> If you listen to our Q and A, you'll know what I got first. What I first drank. Uh, Sneaky saying Jack Daniels rums, whiskey, very pure, strong vodkas, and Moretti's for me. Ah, oh, Moretti's so it's, it's cheap beers go. I think Moretti's king at the moment. Moretti's good, it really is. Uh, and 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 people point uh, Tiggs pointed out Moretta, Moretti Rosa is worth trying too. Seven and a half percent and much darker. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, chat. Uh, we will get back to you in a second, but now we're moving on to candy. 
I'm going to talk about a TV show that started in the very late 90s called Spaced. <sighs> Way. Absolutely love it. One of my all-time favourite TV shows, and I still watch it now at least twice a year, I think. And it launched the careers of Jessica Hines and Simon Pegg, Nick Frost and director Edgar Wright. The latter of the three went on to create the infamous Cornetto trilogy film. So you got Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz and The World's End. Um, yes. As I said, it was released in 1999, which was it was kind of at the time where fandom was starting to be a bit more embraced as a more accepted subculture and wasn't just restricted to your sort of classic basement dwelling nerd. Um, it's now space. If you haven't heard of it, or if you don't know what it is, space is a cult comedy TV show, and it ran for just two seasons in 99 and 2001. It follows the lives of Tim and Daisy, who are a pair of friends who met as a chance encounter, and. For the sake of renting this flat, they pretended to be a couple. Um, <laughs> now, the surrounding cast are they're kind of a motley crew of uh, characters, and they, they all live in the, in the apartment building, or they're the friends of the main characters. So you've got Marsha, who's the drunken landlady. Um, She's always fagging <laughs> it as well. You've got Fag on, hello, my name's Marsha. <laughs> That's a really good impression. That is super. <laughs> That's really good. It's almost as if I practiced. Uh, she used to... Hang on, hang on. Give us an all right, Brian. Hello, Brian. <laughs> oh, well done. I'm ready for the reboot. It's really um, good. And if you don't, if if you don't remember, she used, actually used to be married to the drummer of Status Quo. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you got Brian, who's the the kind of creepy basement neighbour and struggling artist. Mike, who's Tim's military obsessed best friend, <laughs> who once stole a tank and invaded Paris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, now, what I love about space and what keeps me watching it is in each stage of life, I've kind of related more and more to a different character. So as a young, <laughs> bright eyed candy machine as a teenager, I was Tim. So I was the computer game obsessed comic book artist. Um, then I went to college and became more like Brian the Mystic. Stoner. Stoner. <laughs> yeah. Hated everyone. Hated myself. You know, just wanted to do my art. And I was too cool, man. Um, now, in my 20s, I was Daisy. So Daisy, nice but lazy. Um, and now mm. I've got to my mid thirties, and I think I relate mostly with Marsha. So I've got yeah. a glass <laughs> of wine in my hand constantly. <laughs> when, when do you get your mic face? Oh, that hasn't kicked in yet. We'll see. Fifties. <laughs> it's the modern escapism paintballing episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you shot me in the bollocks, Tim. <laughs> God, it's such a good show. Man. Oh, it's, it's amazing. So good. Show. Like every episode is just it's a. It's basically a pop culture checklist, so both visually and within the script as well. Um, and now, as, as the years have gone by as well, um, whilst I've consumed more media, I find myself noticing more and more um, references. Um, and I think that style carried over to Shaun of the Dead too. You know, you've got all the zombie films like, join us, they're coming to get you, Barbara. You know, they're all famous zombie quotes, zombie film quotes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it might be because I do watch it regularly, um, but I do think the show has aged quite well, despite it now being over 20 years old. Yeah, I can't believe it. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think it does, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the only real clue, um, obviously it's filmed in a 16 by 9 but it would be Tim playing his original PlayStation. And- yeah, playing Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when he falls asleep and then wakes up and he's like, whoa, yeah. he carries on. <laughs> no, he did too much speed, didn't he, the night before yeah. and he stayed up all night. We've all been there. We've all been there. Um, it's also pretty unproblematic as well. Like, given a lot of other comedies that came out around Everything's the same... Everything's problematic. Yeah, a lot of the other comedies came around the same time. 
by today's standards obviously have been deemed inappropriate and, and rightly so in a lot of cases but it is proof that um comedy can be funny without just insulting people um yeah and the unlikely friendship that kind of forms between the characters as well like particularly tim and daisies it's just really heartwarming and it's just just a nice little story wrapped up in a comedy um now my all-time favorite episode and it's just my absolute favorite piece of media ever it's it's an episode from series two and it's called gone um it involved tim and daisy going out on the piss in camden um, oh yes mm. yep. yes daisy inadvertently yes. giving a gang of views a bag of oregano or oregano yeah. if you want to call it instead of uh, oregano instead of weed um and if you if you if you have seen space it's the one with the slow motion gunfight so yes <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> just Every part of that episode is just absolutely perfect. And if you do watch um, just one episode of Space, please make it that one. Um, I remember sitting down on a Friday night and watching it with my mum, and it was on an absolute. It was on a really prime slot as well. It's Friday night, um, Channel Four, and it was in between Friends and Frasier. Um, yeah. yeah, it was like nine thirty or something like that, wasn't it? That's right, which is unbelievable in itself, really. Um, and I remember my mum and I just in absolute tears of laughter watching this one episode. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. Like, speaking of which, I can't imagine any comedy, let alone a sort of relatively new indie comedy, that would have that kind of time slot or TV slot again. Um, most of them are shown on the sort of the digital channels, aren't they? The like only BBC one I can 4. think of in the last several years has been Friday Night Dinner. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's quite yeah. old. Yeah, actually, yeah. it's got about half the same cast as well because Mark keeps yeah, in that one and yeah, he's, <laughs> so, he's just yeah. so good at playing Hello. weird characters. Yeah. With Spaced, I always loved how stacked the gags were. Yeah. Like, like there's so many ones that, that just kind of, you don't notice them at first. They're just, the, you think it's just a little funny aside, but then when you go back, you realize how smart it is. Like yeah. There's, yeah. Th- there's two that always stick out for me. First one's in the very first episode when it's Tim and Daisy getting to know each other. And, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 uh, uh, Daisy mentioned something about uh, Tim regularly masturbates to Gillian Anderson. She was she was. We've all been there. Well, well, but his response is she was FHM sexiest woman in the world in 1997. She says, "What about you?" Says I wasn't placed. Um, (laughs) She's trying to move the conversation. And the the other one is the the the, on the video gaming episode, um, the Resident Evil episode where uh, Mike is on the phone. Tim, I meant Sheffield. How did he get to Sheffield? I fell asleep on the tube. The tube doesn't go to Sheffield. I must have changed to King's Cross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that episode's really good because they actually do the script from Resident Evil, don't they? We split up, look for any survivors, yep. and get yeah. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, it's stuff like even like they use the, the, the music from um, the, the police station and, uh, yeah. as, as the credits yeah. come across. Yeah, there's also that episode that haunted me with when it was David Walliams in that That's gimp suit. Same episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, David Walliams and uh, Ricky Gervais is in it as well. Very briefly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's Volver. Really good space. Volver is. Volver. Oh god. And he knew. He knew. He, knew, he used to date her or something, didn't he? Um, yeah, he used to. He used to. Oh, um, Brian. Yeah. And again, as well. Yeah. Again, again, that, that's another one of those those kind of throwaway stacked gag lines. It was like, what did we do last night? Well, we went to a pretentious art show. You got drunk off your arse. You ate a load of twiglets and you punched a pretentious artist in the face. <laughs> oh, God, why did I do that? I'm not allowed to eat Pringles. Uh, I'm not allowed to eat twiglets. Yeah. 
<laughs> make me violent. Yeah. <laughs> You're so good at remembering quotes, Gadget. I've noticed this. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's, it's, brilliant it's, at it. If it's if it's something that I love, I'll even if I don't get the precise, even if I'm paraphrasing it, I'll remember the quotes. Yeah. I mean, I've. I like Candy. I watch Spaced all the time. I fucking love it. I haven't seen it in years, I but I remember when I watched it a few a few years ago. I, I think my son was alive, so within the last eight and nine years, however old he is. Um, however old he is, I've watched it then, and it still held up then. I just, I, I just like it. It's just so good, and it's a world away from what Simon Pegg is now, isn't mm. it? Really, mm. it's like Mr. Hollywood now. Yeah, Mr. Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the reason impossible. why I think uh, Shaun of the Dead works as well because you've already got the that chemistry you? that you've got in space between Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, and they're actually friends in real life. Mm. And then you see Shaun yeah. of the Dead, and it just carried on. It's such a good movie, and well, the all three Kineto movies are really good. Yeah, yeah, ends. It's all right, but it's I nowhere like near as good as you think. But I, I listened to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about. Hot fuzz, obviously recounting it, doing quotes, and I just sat there giggling away, like because like yeah. it, it, I think just them recounting the and saying the quotes and saying what happened it just reminded me how mm. fucking good it. Yeah, hot, hot fuzz is definitely my favorite. Yeah, it's the best out of the three. When, 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 I, when, I, I mean, massive margin. When me and Pip first started dating, I remember she 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 took she was telling her friends about me, like she was on a phone call with her friends. And, and her description of me was, um, oh, he's a nice guy, he wears glasses, and he's got a great big bushy beard. <laughs> Spot on, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, for me, no comedy it's really, has ever spoken to me as hard as Space did. Um, still quote it constantly, evidently, and uh, I think nearly all people my age will get references. And it sounds corny to say, but I do think it kind of shaped me as a per- person because it came to me at just the right age. I think I was... That's so corny to say. So corny. Um, <laughs> but I was, tw- I was 12 or 13 when it was first released, so it, yeah. it taught me that it could uh, that I could embrace my enjoyment of video games and pop culture and not be seen as an outcast, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, it, I really, I really like that space. same age as well. Mm. What was the uh, sketch show they did before that Simon Pegg was Big on? Train. Um, Big, Big Train. Big Train. Big tra- that that's also really good. That's very funny. Good. Um, here is really you said funny. something great in the chat. It said, "I love that Tim in space said that every odd numbered Star Trek was shit, and then Peg was in an odd numbered Star Trek, yeah. which was <laughs> shit, <laughs> which was the worst of the three. One. <laughs> yep. No, he he, um, he he wrote the third one. That's it. Sorry, he wrote it, um, didn't he? Yeah. Star Trek Beyond was it or something like that? Yeah, I don't remember. I've anything. only seen the new one. Don't remember anything from that one. Well, what I do remember is there was a lot more of Scotty in it. Yes. Yeah, you're going to write yourself. Hang on a second. Robotic Monkey is saying in the chat here Babylon 5 was shit. We need to have a discussion about this. We can't be having slander such as that. Babylon 5 was a big pile of shit. How dare you? It's a space quote. (laughs) (laughs) I once punched a man for saying Crawl was rubbish. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, good really. choice. Good choice with spaced. Um, absolutely. If you've never watched it and you're listening to this, just just watch it. I think I think it's on all four, isn't it? Uh, yeah, uh, it is. yeah, it usually yeah. is. I'm pretty sure Channel Four owns it. Yeah. So excellent, Stig. What are you bring to the table? I would like to talk about one Arnold Alois Schwarzenegger. Ah, ah. <laughs> Specifically, the 1984 to 1994 years. The ten oh, years, the, the, the peak years. When he was the governor in the US. The golden <laughs> years of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The mm. greatest action hero of all time, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. um, this 1994 run has a couple of duffers in there. 
But in the whole, it is an amazing 10 years. You start out with the Terminator, then he does Red Sonja, Commando, Raw Deal, Predator, The Running Man, Red Heat, Twins, Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, Terminator 2, Last Action Hero, and True Lies. <sighs> Love True Lies. How many Lies. films was that? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, Tell me, eight, here, wasn't nine, it? 10, 11, 12, 13 in 10 years. Well, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, God. pretty much. I mean, he was cool. from Conan, the first Conan. He's just got, he's pumping out a film like every like couple of films a year. Every six like, months. Yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> he's just. Well, that, 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 was, that, that was in those days where you could do a film in three months. Or yeah, at least yeah, do yeah, a principal yeah. photography for a film. Mm. There wasn't a lot of special like, effects. I've seen Conan, it's, it's all in one bloody. One blood soundstage, isn't it? Conan. Well, it's- yeah, yeah, it's like like the, the like the films that they have now nowadays. Like you know, like it takes them like a year to make an Avengers film because of all the yeah. constant setups and reshoots and stuff like that. Whereas when when Globe trotting. when they're doing those kind of eighties action films, it's just like right, do it as quickly and cheaply as possible. That's how they yeah, make everything so much be money because they're fucking everything's spent everything's out in Los Angeles. <laughs> so when yeah. I mentioned earlier that um, I watched a couple of films. This was a couple of films here. There was a, a couple of blind spots I'd not seen. I'd not seen Red Heat, so I watched that this wow. week. Don't know, don't know so how I'd, I'd not watched Red Heat. I really enjoyed that. There are things in a lot it. A lot of asses at the beginning. Lot, it's a really weird opening scene. It is. It just feels weird. like it just feels like a man ass. It feels like there's like right. Arnold's going to be dressed most of this film, so let's just put let's just put this scene of him in a Turkish bath fighting other muscular men, just so we can see his body. And I also watched Conan, which I know is not in this run, but I wanted to watch the film that kind of started it all. It's a bit shit. Yeah, Conan's <laughs> crap. It's very shit. Yeah, Conan's crap. It's, Red it's, Sonja's it's, better than Conan. It's iconic. Yeah. It's very shit. It, it's in the same way that like, you look at like 90s video games. It's just like, yeah, they're actually mm. a bit shit, but they were pretty good for the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like yeah. a music video, if I remember now. Conan just moves from one place to another with posing. nothing really happening. Like, it yeah, it's got it weird just, pacing. It's got really weird pacing. Um. Anyway, so I I think his career basically kind of hit its stride with the Terminator, and obviously we talked about those last week. So I don't really want to get too much into the Terminator films. I want to talk about more like him and the other films that he did. Um. So I think I just think he's brilliant. Like he's such he's got such great expressional. He does, but he doesn't have great range. That's the thing. He's not a great actor, but for the parts that he no. plays, he plays them so well. He's got such a great he's got a physical expressional presence, face. Why. Yeah, he's an amazing physique with a great presence, and he's got natural charisma. Mm. Yeah. And he was told that he would never be a leading man because of his accent and because he was too big. And that ten years and those films basically prove everyone wrong that told him that. He's got a lot of heart, I think, as well as an actor. You mm. you, you get some warmth, you get warmth from him. Yeah, and, and uh, not, not so much like Terminator, but <laughs> I think I think I'll he be was back kind of, with flowers. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was. I think he was kind of fortunate at the time that he did Conan. Like that was when Sylvester Stallone was starting to get a lot of action films as well, and he so well, says, Stallone won an Oscar though with Rocky, didn't he? Well, he came out with with Punch. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but Rocky in itself is not an action film; it's a drama. Mm. Yeah, that's true. whereas like yeah. in the eighties. Um, still in style with Rambo, where he had a similar physique. Yeah, and, and it's like yeah, and like if if it weren't for Sylvester Stallone getting as big as he did physically and mm. in the box office, I don't think Arnie could have done that. I think like Arnie kind of rode on those coattails slightly, yeah. and that's I, how I, that's how this eighties style of big bulked up action heroes started. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you also had, like, John Claude Van Damme around the same time. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you had and those then, three as, like, your big, like, muscular men. And then Steven men. Seagal at the back end of it. Yeah, like, to your left, you had Seagal. Look at my hands. You know, they weren't really tall guys. With, you, had, you had some muscle, like, your Kurt Russells and things like that. So, because, like, because your 60s and 70s action heroes were just kind of normal guys. And then, exactly, um, yeah. 80s was like, and the early 90s was like, this is the muscle men. Um, mm. Yeah, like, we, obviously, we talked about The Terminator. That's just an amazing film. Um, it's just shot so well lit written directed amazingly um, last week I noticed actually that we said that we didn't think it had done that well it actually did mm. it was listed as oh, it yeah top. it was in the top 10 movie of the year for most people I said that it, it's not like us to be it wrong it didn't have a drop in the box office for several weeks Oh wow! I, I, so. I, I was always of the mind Biggie, that it you was knew like, that because like you were cult. there as an adult. Yeah, I, I, I was always right. of the mind that it was a bit of a cult hit because it was so long between the first film and the second film. No, yeah, but same. I think that's just Cameron like making sure he had the right script mm, and true, the right yeah. uh, the right idea because obviously he comes. He back did the abyss and stuff with a different he? spin. Now obviously the protector is the uh, now he's the yeah. protector and we've got some you know Asta La Vista line in there. Spoiler alert! So far, well, I mean. Yeah, these uh, <laughs> spoiler up for these films I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to talk about thirty-five-year-old films. Year old films. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and but yeah, in that what we've got, Predator. The Predator for me is Arnie's best film. Yeah, I agree. No, well, I disagree. I love it. I love it. I love I it. Think, I think I just don't think there's a wasted moment in that film. Yeah, I it, love it was. It. It's John McTiernan's second ever film. He'd only directed yeah. one before that. Uh, and he managed to get so much action out of the film where you, where you don't you only and you only see the predator right at the end. Yeah, that's yeah, one that's of the, that's the really best clever. things about that film is less so it's, it's is, same, less is more. It's the same with the first Alien film that you don't see yeah. until the last ninety and seconds. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's about like the build up. Yeah, like Jaws, you only get glimpses mm. of it every now and again, and then it attacks the boat, and that's the bit where you yeah. see the, the shark properly. But yeah, and. The stick around was ad libbed by Arnie. Yeah. Your one ugly motherfucker that was ad libbed by Arnie. These none of these were in the skip scripts. Dylan, yeah. see the CIA got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son where, of a bitch. Where was he from? Um, Yorkshire, I think. <laughs> North Wales, by the sound of it. Yeah. I, I, Sneaky's just put in our chat here. John Claude Van Damme was the original Predator. Yeah, I knew that. And yeah, he uh, was, but he looked weird. And they had like a he? really like a awful mask. like design as costume. Well. It's so funny. You have to see the <laughs> clip. Awful. You have to see that clip. So it's glad amazing. they went a different direction with that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, just I just even just like um, so. What we've got the action films in in that run. We've got Total Recall, True Lies, The Running Man, and Commander. And I f- I fucking love Commander. I think True Lies is his best film. I, that's my favorite. No, it's mm. that's the one. I that is the one Lies. that a lot has dated the worst. I I, I and that's oh, I don't film. know. Commando has dated uh, so no, 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 no. John Matrix. <laughs> when it comes, I mean, when it comes to like modern standards and, <laughs> yes, and the way yes. that it's women are portrayed and the well, way yeah, that okay. people yeah, from certain countries yeah. are portrayed. That is why we never got True Lies too, because Cameron said, I can't do that kind of film in this modern... Like, Jamie Lee Curtis in True world. Lies was incredible. Oh yeah, she was great. Like, But like, he, oh, True Lies is just... Man, I, <laughs> I just love yeah, it. I, I just love these films. Like Even down to when he starts okay. to do comedy... So so I really Nimrod, I, Nimrod saying he's never seen Commando. So that, I, I'm I'm assuming oh here he doesn't know what the commandos uh, Commando Buddy looks like. What's the command? What's his oh, name? Oh, so Commando Buddy is called Freddie ben Mercury. Ben. So can you imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger, 1985, yeah. peak physical perfection, ma- massive. 
And like there are scenes of him. There is literally a scene of him gearing up before he goes and takes on the compound. And it's just like he goes like this with a yeah. He's like putting on the he's strapping everything on like that. And it's just like muscle, 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 muscles on muscles. Like he's just this is funny. Yeah. And the bad guy is a fat ben Freddie him. Mercury <laughs> with chainmail, with a chainmail vest on. I'm just I'm just going to show you on the screen. <laughs> Let off some steam, Bennett. Um... <laughs> Yeah, a true lies does stand up now, but it's just the type of stuff going on look in the, the film. Look at the state of this guy. Not aged as well. Yeah, I mean, look at that. Can you can you believe? Like, look at that. Right, click on that picture next to Arnie of him next to Arnie, the black, the black and white Ridiculous. one. Ridiculous. That, that, how can you compare? <laughs> These guys are meant to be in the same like mercenary unit. Like they just don't compare. Like it's a stunt double. <laughs> I, like, I like it when he got when he when he's got Sully by his ankle. Mill. It, 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 when it's he's got Sully by his ankle, he's like, uh, remember when I told you last? you last? I lied. Yeah, drops him. And then, <laughs> and then he goes so back to the woman at the car. He's like, where's face. Sully? And he's like, I let him go. Yeah. <laughs> Do you recognise the actor, though, for those that may not be uh, so au fait with who he is? No. He's from Mad Max 2. He's the villain in Mad oh, Max 2. Hey. Is that why he's, he's Australian in that as he well, is, isn't he? Yeah. Look, oh, at, look, okay, at, look yeah. at that look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need the gun, John. I don't need the gun. Don't need the gun, John. Don't, don't need the gun. Oh, God, it's so... Oh, I fuck. John I Matrix. do love, I absolutely love Commando because it's just so over the top. It is literally just Arnie shooting guns with his muscles yeah. out and one-liners everywhere. When, when he has that fight in the, in the motel, he's like, I eat green berets for breakfast. He's like, all right, yeah. no, I'm very hungry. <laughs> Pushes him through a wall, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Actually, watch that. Watch that scene when he pushes him through the wall. The way that couple are as well. There's something going on there. The shaggy. No, like I mean, the way that they're positioned is yes. she look. It looks oh. like she's pegging him. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that's aged wonderfully. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> um, bone source is just that bit at the beginning when he's carrying the fucking oak tree on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's got, hasn't he got his daughter on one arm? No, no, he's, just, he's, on the other he's just carrying an oak tree, and the next thing is like him eating ice cream with his daughter and playing with no, he's got a house in the other arm. Yeah, yeah. But like, he, so he, he went on, obviously, he obviously did these action films like Predator, Total Recall. Um, again, I love Total Recall. It's got a great director, it's got a great premise. We say he had free hands. It cost 55 million and topped out around 260. Um, and it's it, Nimodix has asked what what is pegging. <laughs> Google it. Google it on a VPN. Yeah. I'll show you later. And I just um, I love the the that Total Recall isn't just a, it is a mindless action film, but it leaves you guessing because what right because right exactly right at the end it fades out to white and it leaves you guessing. Yes. It's yes. got a very open ending and it's not mm. as simple as as it seems but again it's full of arnie one-liners like just uh i see you at the party richter as he like drops I'll him get you his... after Mars. yeah um <laughs> and i love this quote from arnie he said they tried to copy it someone tried to make a remake of it how stupid is that yeah. <laughs> and he was totally to- the total recall remake was dreadful yeah and he was yeah, right was. i've never watched it I never watched it. But even Colin, Colin Farrell did it, did as best he could with what they did, but it was. It's got a couple oh, yeah. of bits in right. it that are good. But, but is, it's, isn't it's Colin Farrell's awful. more close to the source, close to source yes. material? Yes. I've heard that. Yeah, like if if you haven't seen the Arnie film and you've read the book, the original book that it's based on, then um, the Colin Farrell one is technically the better film, mm-hmm. but it's not as entertaining as the it's Arnie. Not film. Fun, yeah. is it? No, 
Yeah, I've no, heard, I've to be fair, the book garbage. isn't fun. The book isn't fun. No. It's not supposed to be. That's the best thing about Arnie films. They are fun. They are stupid yeah. and over the top. Not all of them. Terminator is like kind of away from that. But yeah, Commando and True Lies and The Running Man. Last Action and, Hero. Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero is underrated to fuck. It's clever. It's very clever. Yeah, that and film. I love the part where he's like trying to convince him. He's like, you played the greatest like action hero of all time. Look, he texts into a video stall and it's got Stallone dressed as the T-800. <laughs> don't, don't, don't we have like... Doesn't he mention this like President Schwarzenegger or President Stallone or something like that in that? Um, no, the, the, the T. No, you know you you you're you're, think, you're thinking of um. Oh fuck me, uh, demolition, demolition man. man. That's yeah. A, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a different my, film. You see, it's my, my favorite Arnie film. It's it, it's the one that no one no one ever seems to reference. But I I fucking love Jingle All the Way, and I watch it every year. Jingle All the Way's great because. It's it's a different side to Arnie, but he still gets to be a little bit of the action hero with it. Turbo man. I think Jingle All the Way has had a resurgence. I, I like over when it I came like out. when Arnie does comedy because I think he's a very funny guy. Because yeah, who's your daddy and what does he he's do? He's very deadpan. But just naturally, naturally, he's a very deadpan man. But he's also like if you watch like any of his live streams or any of his YouTube videos or anything where he's talking politics or whatever, he's incredibly charming and endearing. Mm-hmm. And I think he comes across well with that. With um. In Jingle All the Way, like that works for how he presents himself, um, and also I just like seeing him fucking fighting with Sinbad in a shopping mall. That's hysterical. <laughs> every I watch it every year. It's, it's like one of my guaranteed Christmas films, and it's got thingy in it. Is it was Lionel Hutz? What's his name? Oh. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Rest in peace, Phil Hartman. And God. Um, I was going to jump on that. It's comedy. I like Twins, and I like Kindergarten Cop. Like. Yeah. yeah, like Kindergarten Cop it's isn't a, a great film, but there's parts of it that I like, I really like, and it's the comedy aspect of it. But Twins, I really, yeah. I love Twins. I love the concept of they took yeah. all the good stuff and put it into this one man, and they took all the <laughs> shit stuff that was left over, and they made Danny DeVito. He's, yeah. he's got a great relationship with Danny DeVito in that film as well. Like the two yeah. of them like work mm. really well together. I'd yeah. love to see them do yeah. another film. But I, they did mm. Junior as well. But Junior's all right, but not as good. It's it's fun, but not as good. It's. I always confused me as a kid that because I thought you were pooing baby out. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> I didn't know I were a kid. I didn't know how I we don't know how he... it's it's not one. I know he has a cesarean. I'm not stupid like, now. I, I don't remember much then, about Junior. Not li- I don't, li- don't remember liking it that much to be honest. No, but... uh, it's shite. Yeah, it's fucking awful. I've not watched <laughs> it in a long time, but so yeah. I probably Ju- got Ju- Junior's the Arnie downturn. <laughs> Ninety four. Uh, uh, True Lies is the kind of ending. He had that ten. He's got that ten year run. And then it's it's the downfall up until he starts. Did the equaliser, pod, didn't it? That was good. Equaliser's okay. Um, Your luggage. The sixth day has a few good ideas in it, but no, like <laughs> end of days. Yeah, like end of days, I didn't like. It. Like him not realizing and stuff like that. Like there's a few things mm. I liked about that, but then yeah, it is. It's the true lies is the definite downfall of him, and it's just kind of like like he's not really bothering anymore, and then it was it was, it was more bothered about getting into politics and stuff. So. Yeah, he's, he's just, you know, he is the king of one-liners, isn't he? Like Everyone can quote a nanny one-liner. Can't say yeah. that about everyone else. And I just... My favourite one from Total Recall. Oh, I tell you what. He does some spectacular... <laughs> in, um, in Conan, yeah. in that first fight scene oh, he in does, the pit. Yeah. It's, he's getting bitten by the other fighter and he's like... <laughs> I was like, yeah. wow, that's like... <laughs> Same in Red Sonja. You need to see Red Sonja next. I'm going to oh, catch up because I know that Raw Deal. I've not seen that one as well. That's on... Oh, Raw that, Deal's so yeah, fucking... That's nice. on yeah. uh, Netflix as well. So I, yeah. I'm kind of working my way through th- uh, through the ones I've not seen. But the ones I have seen, obviously, I, I absolutely love and just... 
Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's ten year like yeah. career between those years just untouched in the action, I think. Like, it's as, right as a, as a, but he's only in it for actor. two minutes, isn't he? Yeah, that was that... for long. <sighs> Proper dick waving competition that film. No, though, he's, isn't he's, he? in Expe- <laughs> he's in Expendables two and three. Like he's in Expendables two, and he and, I, I haven't seen. And the he other says two. he he he's with Bruce Willis, and he's like, and he says yippee ki yeah, like <laughs> does yeah. he? Oh. Expendables Expendables was such a wasted concept. Like the, I've only seen the first. Part, they've got this like group of like these, you know. Every minute, all, all of, them. of them are in there, and it's called the Expendables. None of them die. Like if they if you're called the Expendables, like <laughs> make have a bit of risk about them. But like clearly, all in, in the contracts going. Well, I'm not dying. Well, I'm not dying. I'm not dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah but they also have the Expendables. They also have like Terry Crews in it, and they don't use them at all. They have Randy Orton in it as well. Uh, no, Randy Couture. That's it, Randy Couture. Couture that's, that's Terry Crews. Oh, well. The best thing about that is there's a scene where he's got this massive shotgun, and it's just panned down this. Um, like alley or some or hall or something like that, and all you just see is all these guys just getting blasted back at the end of the hall by the shotgun, yeah. and him walking. That's the best thing in the film, like him with the shotgun. <laughs> but yeah, like that's mine. I I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I, I'll never get bored night. of his of his films, like those films. So we catch up on the chat there, gadget. Then uh, if there's anything well, of note. Well, Tigger said, "Stick to Oodles. Stop getting movies wrong." <laughs> <laughs> um, out. There's, there's Stop a, getting movies wrong. There's, there's a lot of talk about the concept of um, of pooing babies out, which we're not going to get into. It's true. <laughs> what happens? Um, uh, sneaky uh, said so, uh, the Porsche getting flipped back over and it's fucking untouched in the next shot. Don't know what. Yeah, I know yeah, there's yeah. a lot in that film, Sneaky. Come on, no. If you watch the bit where he blows the building up, it's all cardboard cutouts stood next to the building. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't see- stop it from being fun. Sneaky <laughs> said, "True Lies still stands up now. Commando's got the worst editing ever on film. Mm. Uh, it's like in Spaceballs when they catch the stunt doubles." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, brilliant. Um, and then yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme was the original Predator actor. Yeah. Excellent. So Biggie. Take it home, big boy. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm going to completely fool nerd here. So uh, I'm covering the X-Men. Just as a whole. Thank you. So they first appeared in X-Men number one in September 1963 and were created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. I know most people know who the X-Men are, but just in case those that don't know, they're, they're mutants, subspecies of humans, are born with superhuman abilities activated by the X-Gene. Um, they're basically formed as a team by Professor X, or otherwise known as Charles Xavier. The original team um, started with Arc, uh, sorry, Angel, who then became Archangel, Beast, Cyclops, Iceman, and Jean Grey. Um, it was very, you know... 60s, 70s comics. Basically Fantastic Four, wasn't it? Just, yeah, it was just kind of, you know, oh, there's a criminal over there, let's go and get them. It, it, a it, criminal! It, it was just, it wasn't anything special, it was just superheroes with interesting powers. But it wasn't until uh, later when they had a refresh that you had the uh, the most iconic ones like Wolverine, Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Colossus. all added. So I was struggling to think what I was going to cover for this subject. And then what I was thinking about, it, I was actually reading the X-Men comics on my phone. And it's just one of those things that I always go back to. I just seem to have this connection with them throughout my life. I don't know why. Um, I've just always enjoyed um, 
the strangeness about the stories, the characters. Yeah. There's been some landmark storylines by John Byrne and Chris Claremont, such as Inferno, Dark Phoenix Saga, Days of Future Past, which obviously was based as uh, one of the movies as a prequel later. In the 80s, you had the spin-off books like The New Mutants, Alpha oh, Flight, yes. Excalibur and X-Factor, not the show. Um, <laughs> and then they all started to cross over and then it all became a bit of a mess where everything was linked with everything. If you wanted to Half follow... joined the Avengers and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, when you wanted to follow a story, you had to go and get another comic book to follow that story. Um, but it did have some incredible storylines like The Mutant Massacre and The Fall of the Mutants. They're all very oh, successful. Yeah. And it was in the 80s that the very first X-Men video game appeared on the uh, NES. Oh, yeah. So then we hit the 90s, and thank you to all of you that brought in the animated series theme tune. Um, it ran for five seasons, from 92 to 97. Incredible stuff. Um, it was very successful. Um, it spawned all the toys that came with that. Uh, then you moved on to the artists in the comics, like John Romita Jr., Mark Silvestri. Um, and then they divided the teams into twos. So you had blue and gold. Then uh, the famous Jim Lee ended up joining the team. Um, this book ran from 91 to 2001. I mean, the X-Men just are unstoppable, basically. They've never stopped. When Jim Lee's um, number one comic for his launch, it came out, it was pre-ordered for 8.1 million copies. And it's <sighs> still, to this day, um, the biggest um, selling comic book of all time in the Guinness Book I've, of Records. I've got one of them up here. Yeah, just <laughs> incredible stuff. In 94... Um, 20th Century Fox obtained the rights but it would be six years until they actually made the very first movie that fucking first film man which led to what we have today the Avengers uh, the Marvel Universe it was the first time that kind of superheroes ever since Superman have actually sort of looked good on film and I know Mm. if you look at the movies now they have dated but I mean the talent that they had for that movie with Sir Ian McKellen Sir Patrick Stewart oh god yeah the good-looking Hugh Jackman, who I thought was always a bit too tall for Wolverine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Berry. <laughs> Way too tall. But, um, yeah, just to name a few. Um, and at this point, the video game side of it um, was kicking off as well. Um, you had a lot of side-scrolling adventures in the arcade and on the SNES. But for me, one of my favourite adaptions was the X-Men Children of the Atom beat em oh. which was uh, in the style of Street Fighter released by Capcom. Yeah. Um, which ended up having X-Men versus Street Fighter, which made no sense, but it was awesome. And then it finally culminated in the Marvel <laughs> Superheroes games. Mm. Then you go into the noughties, <coughs> and Grant Morrison, a uh, British writer, took over in 2001, and he completely made his mark with the E for Extinction and Planet X storyline, where basically he <laughs> culminated with the death of 16 million mutants yep. in the fictional country of Genosha. Um, Morrison also dumped the traditional spandex outfits and tried to make the X-Men look cool with black leather and yellow insignias, which was also the look that coincided with the movies. Mm-hmm. Anything but, Morrison touched was gold, mate. <laughs> no, sorry, that's the one I'm currently reading, even though I've read it before. Oh, it's, God, it's so, so good. good. He's good with DC as well. Oh. Yeah, very, very, very good writer. And they also drop a nice gag in the movies about referencing the old costumes as well. Yeah. 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 Then um, we go into sort of the 2004-2007 X-Men Reloaded period. Mm. Um, we've got crossover events such as the Avengers Dissembled and the House of M, which is one of my favourite stories of all time. New Mutants as well. Yep. Um, by 2004, the console games had taken another direction. You had the X-Men Legends and then Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse. Yep. Um, <laughs> then we have uh, Joss Whedon. I know, 
took over the writing. But it was a great <sighs> series. Um, at this point, things get a bit silly with characters also getting their solo books. Cable, Deadpool, Gambit, they all had their own series. Then they merged together, went separate. It all became a bit of a mess. And then 2006, X-Men The Last Stand was released, but this doesn't exist. Oh. Finally, oh. you have the Messiah Complex for this period, which heads up the secret invasion plots by 2009. So good. Keep your eyes peeled for that in the, uh, yes. <laughs> in the future for Marvel Universe. Uh, Hugh Jackman went on to star in his own Wolverine series, ending with the sublime Logan in 2017. Logan's good, the other two aren't. Yes, but start, <laughs> starting with the atrocious uh, Origins. I'm, I'm surprised oh, I managed to get three. <laughs> origins, it has, well. they, they didn't even finish editing it, they just released it. <laughs> there you go. And the only decent one was the Wolverine, uh, the Wolverine wasn't it? The Wolverine. The, which was based on the, the Japanese comic book. I was going to say, was uh, that the Samurai one? The story, yes. The story. Yeah. Watching that. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great, but it was the better of the lot, I have to say. Uh, and then in the 2010s, in the aftermath of the Schism series, uh, Cyclops and Wolverine fall out, and it leads to an yeah. Avengers versus X-Men storyline. And so this good. is as far as I've got, so I've still got a long way to go. I'm still catching up. But the prequels of the X-Men movies at this point had varying degrees of critical commercial successes, um, but they gave us Deadpool 1 and 2 as well. Um, so with all of the above, I just feel that I've always had this connection with the X-Men, whether it's reading, playing the games, seeing the movies. Um, it's a series that um, was in trouble and was almost cancelled, and then it's ended yeah. up being so iconic and successful that the movies alone have brought in over six billion worldwide. And I've always found myself... because only two of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always found myself going back to the comics and either rereading the classics or discovering the new adventures as I am have now. You, have, you, have you seen the... Just released this past few this past month, the Weapon X Omnibus uh, metal-sleeved book. Oh, it's incredible. Ooh. It's about 70 quid. <laughs> oh, definitely have a look at that. Absolutely. But, it, yeah, it's just incredible that a simple comic book series that started in the 60s, 70s to present day we was also never afraid to cover anything. In its storylines, it's gone through racism, anti-Semitism, diversity, LGBT yeah. themes, uh, communism, socialism, religion, subculture, and, of course, genocide. So, I mean, yeah. um, it's quite and incredible dinosaurs. when you think about it. And dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs, yes. The savage land. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just I'm obviously clearly a geek for X-Men. I love it. it it's not always been brilliant, but... When you pull out the great storylines there, they're all linked into what happens in the movies now. Um, it's still ongoing. This has some with the, excellent with the artists. Books, with the books, the X, there's more good X-Men books than Spider-Man books, yet Spider-Man's still number one. Do you know what I mean? It's Spider, it's Spider-Man has been number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just super popular. But yeah, there's a, the, the, some of the, the, uh, the cultural just touch points of it stuff like the AIDS panic with the mutant panic and stuff like yeah. it was just such a parallel incredible right everything that. links in and they're so yeah. iconic as well a lot of people know who Wolverine is even though they might not be a fan of the X-Men yeah. comics or it's just yeah it, it's always been there and, I, and I, I just love it and if you haven't checked out uh, like Oodle says any of the comics there's mm, lots of places so you many. can start they're so good the storylines and it frustrates me when you have the movies end up the way that they did when the law is there, they could have done so get much. Get them in more. the MCU. Yeah, oh, they are, right? Get them in. They're, not yeah. in, they're there. Get them in. They're, there, they're there, but they're and the villains they're hold, as well. They're holding off got... because they know that that's the big one. Once they get through this this stage, this phase, and they say X Men are coming now. Yeah, that's, that's just what you like. Mean. And I tell you what, if they, I have don't a dip, know... if they have a dip in like sales, 
I mean, they, which way they will, oh. but if they, have a, if they have a dip in, like, you know, the figures and box yeah. office, how do we get it back up? X-Men are coming now. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. <laughs> and I don't even know if they have to go down the, this is my own personal view, whether they have to go down the cinema route. I think there's so much lore in the X-Men series that I think it would be better as a TV series over a period of time, like X amount, <laughs> X amount of seasons, because I just think they can build up, because it's very hard to get storylines in, like, a two-hour movie. It's I th- I think, a lot of social commentary that that, that, yeah. that would probably waste in a film. I, th- yeah. I think I, I get that. I think now that they're doing Marvel TV shows, what I could see them doing is see small series, six episodes, eight episode series, focusing mm. on certain characters and certain storylines. Yeah. But you're yeah. still going to come together for a big film. You are you still going to have the main core of the X Men? So your Wolverine, your Cyclopses, your um, Storm and everyone like in a film Squirrel Girl but you'll have but you'll have all those like <laughs> lesser known X-Men might get there and their stories might get like TV shows instead yeah and I, and I think that the evidence of the Infinity movies has shown you that you can cram a lot of superheroes in yeah to it, a can movie. Be done. It, it can be done that they obviously it took a lot of time to get there but when they did it works and there it is can a work. strong like 10 core X-Men that you can just have a film with them in yeah like yeah, yeah we've all seen Iceman but People forget at one point before Cyclops, he was a leader. Do you know what I mean? You should have Iceman in it. You should have all your Cyclops, your Wolverines, your Jean Greys. Do you know what I mean? Don't do the Phoenix Saga again, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Sick of seeing now. it now. Yeah. And, cer- and certainly don't cast Sophie Turner in it again. Mm. No. <laughs> she was terrible in Dark Phoenix. Yeah, Dark I mean, you need me. charisma for Jean Grey. And yeah. Yeah. What, what I want to know. It at all. What I want to know, Big, and I think the listeners want to know who's your favourite X Man? Wolverine. Wolverine, really? Every time. Which which iteration? Orange Wolverine, yellow and blue. Uh, brown Old and man. yellow. Brown and yellow. Ooh, brown and Who's yellow. Who's your favorite bad guy? Ooh. Uh, I'd like Sinister actually. Mister Sinister, Sinister. Yeah. because he had this really dark way of putting his. He looked like a vampire, but he wasn't. Yeah, he had his fingers <laughs> in the pies in the background. Just really, it's a long, drawn out affair to get to. Revealing I him, think, and he still reappears. I think lot. that there was plans to use him in these, you know, these reboots recently with Apocalypse and and Dark Phoenix. Yes. There's a there's yes. like a hint to him in one of the there one is. of the films, but then obviously he pops up or something yeah, on one of Disney them. Disney bought it out, and it's just like right, that, that Phoenix is the end. We've got it now. One yeah. of one of one of my favorite X Men is probably Nightcrawler or Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Colossus arc where he has to get out of uh, Soviet Russia and stuff like that. That was really good Cold War stuff. And I think Magneto is so fucking good because he's not always a villain, mm. and that's yeah. what I love about him. I like. I, I really like how they did Colossus in the two Deadpool films. Yes. Oh yep. yeah. yeah. So very good. funny as well. So good. My my favorite yeah. bad guy was has always been Apocalypse. Apocalypse is the first um, mutant. When, yeah. when that teaser came out in Days of Future Past, I'm on oh, so don't and, remind me. And I was when the te- <laughs> when the teaser came out, so I was just like, "Fuck yes, we are finally getting Apocalypse!" And then and he's going to be brilliant. And then, Ooh. then the film came out. Oscar Isaac, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I know that we've got. Um, you know, Infinity Wars done an incredible job, and that's kind of where the X Men should have been. They should have been in there, yeah. But no, not even yeah, even in there. But just the fact that those movies, when you now compare them side by side, the X Men are just isn't it? so poor in comparison. But they could have been as good as Infinity War could have been. It has turned I out. I think to be Days good. of Future Past is a decent attempt, at a massive arc in one film. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's yeah. a decent attempt, but still, it's, it's carried by Hugh Jackman and uh, Fassbender. Mm. But Fassbender's been the best thing in, in the new X Men films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, it seems to him and McKellen, they both get that the, yes, the two totally. sides to totally. Magneto. Totally Magneto's agree. not always a baddie, and it's just oh, I, I think. I'd, other than that, it's shy. I think I'd like to see um, <laughs> going ahead with those films when they do do them is keep them away from all the current MCU characters for now. Yep. And I would like them to have their own Infinity War slash Endgame style yes. X-Men only. And the, this plot there in those books I mentioned, it's plot, all yeah. there. It's all there, mate, yeah. And with, Excellent. I'm not going to go into spoilers because I know people who listen to this aren't there yet, but with what they're doing now, you could have a world without these yep. characters and just X-Men. Yep. And it would Absolutely. work. So. Great pick there. Great pick. Has anyone in the chat got anything to say on the X-Men? Um, it's been a few. Sorry. Debbie Punk said Cyclops is a ball bag. Um, <laughs> Cyclops is the worst, and, and actually, statistically, the worst leader of the X Men. Yeah. Uh, t- Tig said, if Cyclops is your favourite, you're a knock. Yep. Um, a and then Punk added to that, he's an incel in goggles. <laughs> uh, S- Sneaky just said, Nightcrawler! Now, Crawler's incredible. Mm. And yeah. uh, his claws. Uh, he was really good in the movies, by the way. Good Wagner. So. Yeah, they, uh, they absolutely nailed him doing the Banff maneuvers. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Wolverine's claws in the first in one of the films looked fucking terrible. Yeah, they were cartoon claws, weren't they? <laughs> so um, bad. And Gucci Gang Potato has said, uh, with a highlighted message, I would like to announce I have wasted 100 channel points. We really should do something with channel points. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's just a thing that like, pe- people accrue points as uh, as they as they watch our streams, and like you can do things like highlight your messages or have a certain emote. I should probably work out what we're doing with them. Uh, we can just get free access to Biggie's OnlyFans. Really, it's probably <laughs> my only fan. That old, the, the, his OnlyFans is blowing up. If you like feet, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> and there are leaked there are leaked photos online as well. <laughs> Excellent. So that's all of us. Um, let's get on to, have we got a partially bulging mail sack? And then we'll ask the chat for some um, some questions as well. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 have, we have a significantly bulging mail sack, actually. Oof. Unleash so, the sack. So we are starting off with uh, <laughs> Degoose. Fuck you, Oodles. <laughs> starting off with Degoose saying, favourite thing ever has to be Destiny. I'm still playing it, and it's seven years old in September. Oh. Fuck off, has it been out that long? Yeah, uh, we're all old. Yeah, I do like that game, but it I did go off the rails at one point. So I tried that, to play it again, and I just couldn't fathom it. Yeah. Oh, X Ben Blaster X has resubscribed with Prime. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Oh, Whoa. Joe. Who's that then? Oh, Joe. Whoa. I was just absolutely smashed the, the chat with lots of presents. Yes, she has. Wowzers. Straight into her own pocket. Thank, thank her, you to should, everyone who's joined. We should get her on the pod. We should. <laughs> we should. I, knew I, yeah. have, should. I knew I shouldn't have had to let the butler have a night off when I needed another yeah. beer. Oh, <laughs> it's, oh, it's, oh it's, off. it's all come full circle. Kind of Machine 85 has gifted a tier one sub to TG, TCGS crew. Cool. <laughs> 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 enjoy, enjoy your ad free viewing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, go back to it. Degoose says, favourite thing ever has to be Destiny. I'm still playing it at seven years old in September. I've probably only stopped playing it for about a month. I'm sure Stig will love that one. He just plays <laughs> nothing but Destiny. And he's all it's like, so good. It's a, such a I good know, shooter. but he's, he's, a, he's really into, into it. And he's, he's like, 
I haven't got time to play this new game or I haven't had time to play that one. It's like, I could just play Destiny all the time. I know it's really good <laughs> and it's a brilliant shooter, but I, it is. I tried to get back into it. He tried to get me and a few people back into it. We had a few raids and stuff like that, but I just... It's so difficult to yeah, get back I into love, it. I, I love the shooting in that game. It's such ago. a nice-looking game. I bet the Goose stuff. has read all the Grimoire cards and everything, hasn't he? He knows it all. <laughs> he'll, he'll know all of it. <laughs> I never yeah. understood that thing that they did though, where the whole lore of the the world. I like of the, the lore. In was, yeah, but it was in the on game. a different website. <laughs> it wasn't well, even in the game. I felt like Indiana Jones un- un- uncovering lore. <laughs> <laughs> I love Destiny. I think it's brilliant. I just you can't play it anymore once you've had a year off. Yeah, it's, no, it's too difficult. Uh, Bobby Wayne has said my favorite sandwich is bacon with applesauce. If that helps. <laughs> oh, mm. not. Tr- is that a good thing? Or I mean, you have apple sauce with pork. I suppose it works. But... I know. I know yeah. Bobby. Obviously, I know Bobby personally. He's a good eater, so whatever he says must must be gospel. Better with brown sauce, though. Oh, he probably has oh, both. Yeah. Probably has all the sauces <laughs> and, a, and a dash of mustard, blue cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, you dirty Ooh. boy. Um, now. Kate Wheel says um, these are a few of my favourite things. <laughs> uh, the f- smell of freshly ground coffee. Oh, yes. The Princess Bride. <laughs> Yep. Yes, great film. Uh, Sunday brunch. Oh, what and does that mean? Just sorry, I'm, I'm just not cultured going out like for brunch everyone else. On is or is it the TV bre- show between breakfast, breakfast and lunch? lunch yes. Yeah. Or is it the TV show? Yeah. <laughs> it's it, usually a boozy breakfast. Oh, I like them. <laughs> uh, and a certain episode of Most Haunted. Google Mary loves Dick. Most Haunted. Mary oh, loves yeah. Dick. You're welcome. Yeah. Mary loves Dick. <laughs> Mary loves Dick. Oh God, I remember that so, so good. I have no Derek idea what Cora. that's about, but I will. Mary do. loves Dick. It's just Derek Cora shouting Mary loves Dick over and over again. <laughs> Mary loves Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Three, three in and we're already off the rails. Uh, John Shepard says, favourite book, His Dark Materials. Favourite comic, mm. Watchmen. Yes, mate. Favourite smell, freshly baked bread. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Favourite TV show, Six Feet Under. Right, can Excellent. I just stop really here? Good. Six Feet Under, one of the most underrated TV shows so good. possibly of all time, and it's no brilliant. one talks about it. I just don't get it. Well, we're talking about it now. Incredible. Yes, we are. Top ten. Yeah, it's yeah, so it's good. so good. And then he finishes off with favourite video game, Half-Life 2. Yes. Never heard of it. What a fella. What a great picks. Excellent. I'll play it one day. Hey, we like John <laughs> Shepard. Friend of the show, John yeah. Shepard. Mr. Mr. Half-Life 2's not that good. I've only played an hour, an hour of it. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop bullying me live. When, when that came out, when you said you only played an hour of it, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what if I played Dragon Quest Eleven for an hour and just went, this is shit. <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> uh, I love uh, this. S- sneaky at I am sneaky says favorite thing gaming in general. I started on an Atari twenty six hundred and I've played millions of games since. They've shaped my life ever since I could waggle my joystick. Oi oi! Uh, games are fucking awesome. Yes, they, yes, they we are. have got yes, to be a similar are. age, me and Sneaky, because that's exactly my start as well. I bet Sneaky classes himself as a gamer. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry. Gucci Gang not, potatoes. Gucci Gang potatoes just said, "My mum's just walked past as you all said." Mary loves dick. Cheers. I look like Mary a pervert now. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> just got distracted by that too. <laughs> we could have that as a sub now. Do you know when people subscribe? Mary loves dick. <laughs> Is that the title of the pod now? <laughs> well, there's a few. 
Jamie Y says, favorite plays and musicals, The Sound of Music, Rent, but not so much the movie. Danny Boyle's Frankenstein. Uh, what? Favorite actors, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Tom Hiddleston, Michael Sheen, Tom Holland, Tilda Swinton. Strong. Like the Brits. Strong. Yep. Uh, favorite She's movies. American as well, so that's. No. It's not favorite. Favourite movies, That Thing You Do, Lord of the Rings, Princess Bride, Back to the Future series. Mm-hmm. Favourite books, The Stand and Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's been two mentions of Princess Bride there. Yeah. Never into it when I watched what? it. Oh, mate, oh, it's good. You, I think seen? if you oh, watched it now, I only watched it first time a couple of years ago. I think Gadget, if you watched it now, you'd be like, that's all right. Is this, is, it, is this like when I saw the Goonies at the age of 28 and I fucking hated it? Yeah. It's, Dude, it, I won't no, forgive you for that. No, yeah, you <laughs> suck, suck for that. But yeah, I think it's a, it's a good three out of five film for me. Like, I think um, if you watched it when you were younger, you probably... I used to really now. love Willow as a kid and I don't like Willow that much anymore. So yeah, I get I get what you mean. Like something's just like never ending story. I used to I used to adore that, mm. and wow, oh, it's fucking shit. Isn't Warwick Davis in all of these? Is he just? The... <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know I don't know. <laughs> the bad link. So so uh, so apparently, um, Stig is dead to Hicks, and I'm dead to Sneaky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Princess yeah. Bride has some good moments in it, and some good meme memeable moments, but it's not as good as everyone makes out, in my opinion. Like Half Life Two. You have to actually play it first. <laughs> I think that 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 should that should be a stream series. Oodles playing through Half Life Two. If we can make no. him finish a game, no. oh yeah, <laughs> you can't finish him. Shall I do it on mouse and keyboard as well? Yes. So fucking bad. Tig has said uh, fillet steak rare with a glass of Malbec or Rioja. There's a yeah, restaurant called Malbec. The Bank in Delft on Saddleworth Moor that does the best fillet steak I've ever had. Their best version was one served on a potato roshti with a wilt- with and wilted spinach. Absolutely oh, incredible. Ooh. I adore good steak with good friends. I, I had My an amazing one. Sorry. Just because I had an amazing steak when I was in Texas. My, my dad, was, Argentina my, my for dad me. was just like, we're in Texas. We need to go find somewhere to steak. And it was fucking incredible. <laughs> was like, it a half gosh. a cow? I was just going to no, say, it wasn't it? at all. It was, the, portions were, the portions were the right size, but like, yeah, it was. Uh, Brilliant restaurant, brilliant steak. Uh, Tig also says my gaming one will be Tomb Raider or the Uncharted games. I love those games. They tie into my love of traveling, exotic locations, and creepy ancient history. I can bundle myself up in a hotel room and lose myself in a jungle, traverse faraway rooftops, or climb a frozen Siberian cliff face. Definitely love the puzzles and climbing over the bobbins Uncharted combat, though. Yeah. (laughs) I I got all of that, but then I read that as really bad hotel choices. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there's no hotels on the first Tomb Raider I can tell you that <laughs> I, I do must, love be, a third, must be scandalous a third person action adventure like that there's, there's just something something nice about it it's, especially when they're fucking well made and that, I, like, I haven't finished the other two in the Tomb Raider trilogy but that first one when it's getting impaled and stuff like that. That's and the music the as well. That oh, music was so fucking sublime. good. I, I preferred the Uncharted ones over the Tomb Raider ones. I think the Tomb Raider ones got to a point where it was a little bit torture porn. There was a lot of creative ways to kill off Lara Croft. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then there was that whole thing was like they had all that pre-release stuff saying like, oh, it's going to deal with Laura killing for the first time. And yes, that happens in a cutscene. And then she commits a massacre afterwards. And she's fine you with com- it. You commit yeah. a massacre, not yeah, her. No, you have to commit a massacre. You can't play the game yeah. at all. Oh, I know, a pacifist I, yeah. run. And, and she's <laughs> generally fine with it. Whereas like the, with the Uncharted ones, I think they... They're very he just kills silly. everything. Yeah, Nathan Drake is a mass murderer, but yeah. they're just very <laughs> silly, very light-hearted games. I love the uh, Uncharted yeah. games. I need to play the... What's the other Lost one? Legacy? Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy, I need to get that it's one. really good. Really good. Uh, Robotic Monkey has said, uh, there are a few of my favourite things. When I was playing Tearaway on the Vita, anytime there is a wide shot in the game and you can see the sun, the Vita uses your front-facing camera and puts your face in the sun. It made me smile every time. Genuinely one of my all-time gaming memories. Mm. Uh, then he goes to say, when I spent most of a season in Rocket League stuck at the top of the gold rank, I lost a bit of hope and got frustrated. <laughs> but just a week or so ago, I forced a little bit more and I've managed to break through to the next rank up. Well done, Robotic yeah. Nice. That's a tough game. I hate that game. And then he, but then he goes on to say, when you're Great. driving out in the real world and all the traffic lights change as you're rolling up to them. I know a lot <laughs> of them are designed to do this, but it still feels nicely satisfying. <laughs> and the last one that sound that ice cubes make when you drop them into a drink on a hot day oh yeah <laughs> into a drink what or into a do, glass Biggie? before you put the drink in <laughs> so eat both of them are good in my opinion <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah and, uh, Sam Bone Solo said Rocket League is amazing and any other opinion is wrong I mean they're correct they're absolutely correct we no, are it's so just because I'm rubbish at it. it it's a great game I just crap at it we should Wait, stream we'll that we'll meet when, when, when we play Rocket League, we don't concentrate on the game. We just talk. Yeah. <laughs> we just piss about and somehow score yeah. the odd ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when we don't talk, we win. It's so weird. It's what happens with FIFA when I'm playing FIFA. Yeah. That's why I'm playing a tournament with... With, with a car? With, no, with Sambo and, and a few others. I'm playing a tournament and like... When everyone's, we all watch each other's streams. When everyone's like chatting away yeah. and stuff, I'm like, I just take my headphones off because I can't be do, I can't concentrate on what I'm doing. And then I smash yeah. them all. Yeah. Oh, top of the league, top of the league. Competitive guide over there. So, uh, Angry Kurt, is he best boy this week? No, because he's not turned up live. Oh, okay. He doesn't do streams, though, in all fairness. He has said that. So He hasn't earned his place as best boy yet. Fair Again. enough. He says, hi, ME crew. Congratulations on your first year anniversary. Yeah. I want to talk about holidays and specifically my two favourite places I've ever been to in Las Vegas and Disney Orlando, both for similar yes. reasons. Ooh. I know they're both all fake, but I just love the atmosphere and how much there is to do. Las Vegas has the gambling, but I didn't partake in both times I've been. I saw loads of shows, went to the Grand Canyon, drove a Ferrari, ate in loads, uh, ate, sorry, ate in loads of restaurants and more. My ultimate highlight, though, was an unforgettable helicopter trip over the Grand Canyon whilst Elvis Presley played on the radio. Nice. <laughs> nice. Fucking hell. Um, and then Orlando was just incredible as a kid. It's just full of everything you could ever want. Uh, an, abs- an absolute ton of fun and you can tell the adults are loving it too I haven't been since I was 10 but I've booked to go next year and I cannot bloom and wait oh, go to awesome. Epcot as an adult it's, it's the absolute best experience because you've got the you've got a little bit of a day to chill and then you've got all the restaurants from around the world and now there's a specific thing that fans of Disney do and it's to have a drink in every restaurant in the world so you do basically a pub crawl of Epcot <laughs> and it, you either start or you finish in Mexico. So you've either got a tequila, tequila to start or a tequila to finish. And it's absolutely sink or swim. I mean, uh, best, the, the, best the, fun the, as an adult. The problem is Kurt doesn't drink. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, try, try some food from every different restaurant then. You can have some there Shirley Temples. I, I've, I've planned to, because we never got to go when we were a kid. I remember once that actually Disney World 
tape you could order. You know, like, oh, you could order a tape and you can see what it's about and book a holiday. Yes, you could get them from the uh, travel agency. That came through the post one day. Me and my brother were just like, oh, that's tickets to Disney World. And then all of a sudden, my dad was like, obviously my mum had decided she didn't want to go. And dad was like, I don't know why they've sent that. And I was like, oh, no. So (laughs) I promise that when my youngest is a few years older from now, when she can kind of get on things and walk around a bit more. Remember it better. Yeah, Mm. Yeah. I'm saving up and I'm taking them all like to to do that and i went to vegas last year um obviously at the wrong time everything started yeah. shutting down as we were there <laughs> you shut vegas down <laughs> it was like it was a ghost town by the time we left um but i still had a great time mm. uh i jumped off the stratosphere that was amazing wow so tallest building i've in flown vegas. over it on flight simulator yeah that's the one that you flew over and i was like i jumped <laughs> yeah. i jumped off that yeah. it took me three attempts before i actually did it but like, all my friends were watching i was like don't look down if you're ever going to do it, yeah. just jump. Because I went, I held onto the barrier, and I, I lurched forward, <laughs> and I looked down, and, I, and then I went back. I was like, that, nope. Yeah. Fuck. And then, when, you, fuck when you said that. you had three attempts, did you jump the wrong way first? No, no, no. <laughs> it, took me, it took me three attempts for my feet to leave the platform and just jump off. And, and then all my friends are watching, and I'm like, I cannot not jump. Because imagine if wow. I turn around and bottle it. I was like, I'm just going to have to fucking jump. Just do it. And it's great. Like, and it's not as bad as you think either. You have that first lurch in your kind of body. And then when your oh, body you're braver than me, mate. Yeah, and then when you, I wouldn't do it. You kind of like hit a point where you don't feel it, but it's amazing because you're just free falling. It's uh, wasting good beer time, if you ask me. No, we're still <laughs> drinking, but like, oh. Kurt <laughs> finishes that off with um, another thing. I want to highlight is the airport experience when you're going on holiday. There's the excitement of going on holiday that always arises when you walk through the fragrance bit of the airport, and I love browsing through the WH Smith to buy a couple of mags and a book for the trip. You can tell Kurt hasn't got children because the airport is the worst part of all of this. <laughs> if you go free in Toblerone. Stag dues, the airport is amazing. Oh, yeah. You get there, even, yeah. even if it's four o'clock in the morning, pint and a, a sausage sandwich. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you're going. You don't have to be in an airport for that, mate. Yeah. I'm usually a couple of Valiums in, a couple of drinks in by that point. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, lads, it's time to drop us acid before we get up. Like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, let's go. Uh, Debbie Punk has sent in an, another essay. Oh. oh, here we go. Uh, last minute, by the way, Punk. <laughs> That'll be horrible. Ten minutes before we went on air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Beautifully written. I'm looking forward to this uh, prose. Dearest motorcycle espadrilles. <laughs> That's a nice one. Mm. When, when will I ever get a chance to talk about pancakes? <laughs> right fucking now. That's when. Love them. The humble pancake has been a pillar of my enjoyment as far back as I can remember. Pancake Tuesday was always an event. Mama Punk knew how to whip up a batch of those tasty suckers and always had a full range of tooth-rotting delights to throw on top. <laughs> Later in life, I soon realised that anywhere Lady Punk and I travelled to, we would always end up dining on pancakes, usually on yes. the last day before returning home. I will always remember pancakes in, uh, the pancakes in Copenhagen until the day I die, the day after seeing my favourite band play live and taking in the sights with my favourite human. Is it, incre- it is incredibly versatile and you can tailor it to your taste. Salty bastard, replace the sugar for salt. Vegan bastard, yep. yes, technically there are pancakes for you too. Racist, <laughs> no, you do not deserve pancakes. You've got to smack <laughs> the face of the <laughs> yeah. Classic punk. Yeah, bravo punk. Uh, just, just this morning we had pancakes to perk us up after a day of second jab blues. Well done, your second jab mm. as well. Greek yes. yogurt and blueberries. It worked a treat. Pairs well with bacon, as does everything. Honey, yes. maple syrup, multitude of oh. fruits or sweets. They're the cornerstone of any content human. 
Hopefully when the world returns to some normality, we'll finally get overseas to try some Japanese pancakes in Serbia. (laughs) (laughs) Happy pod birthday. You're continuously taking strides upwards and it's been a pleasure to listen as you've grown and evolved into the pod we know today. Keep up the great work and I look forward to whatever's coming next. Love you guys. Parentheses, even oodles. (laughs) because i'm slagging these uh, I'm, I'm whoring his podcast on my uh, shirt isn't it that's why <laughs> Thank yeah, you, I, 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 I just want to talk about pancakes for a split second man oh pancakes are incredible like the first time i went to america we oh, went, the to, States, we went to a, a place that sounds quite racist called cracker barrel um <laughs> that's cracker good barrel. They they did this these stacks of pancakes with butter and syrup and, I, and it's the first thing I ate when I got back to, still jet lagged ate it I had diarrhea for two days after that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was be a good memory was amazing as well it was a good memory because it was so fucking nice so um, do you prefer American fluffy ones or the thin crepe like crepe. English ones I, I I don't eat like unlike pancake day we we you got to have the crepes haven't you you've got to yeah, yeah. I, I do get, both get that. Get that lemon on it, and yeah. Uh, but I, I, pref- I think I prefer the American style. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, 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 goodness. See, see I, like, I like the crepe style ones, but I like them with um, uh, bacon and maple syrup on. Ooh, yeah. See, I, I, I prefer the fluffy ones with that. Mm. Oh, pancakes so good. I, I, we should just do a pancake podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for that. I don't think I don't, there's no one in the on, on the on the planet that doesn't like. Honestly, pancakes. when I when, when so I went good. to when I was in Texas in the airport at the airport in the hotel, we went down to breakfast. The breakfast there were insane. Like, oh, they're in, they're immense. And she's there going, "Do you want some pancakes?" Like, yeah, pancakes. Like, what topping do you want? On? It's just like, what? She's like, what? Be, like, like over here, it's just like you might have a bit of fruit or something. She's like, oh, it's yeah, bacon, like maple syrup. Do you want some cream, Egg. ice cream if you want? Oh, you can have fried chicken on it if you want. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow. Fried I mean, chicken it's not on like they give you the two. It's like this mountain yeah. that they're over as so well. Big. It's insane. Just watch your ass after you've eaten. Fuck. <laughs> X Ben Blaster X has said in the chat, had amazing pancakes in Amsterdam in a small place right next to Anne Frank's house. Best part of that day. Oh, awesome. wow. As you do. Was that yeah. in Everton? No, not in Everton, no. <laughs> Amsterdam. No, it's a, have a look at Anne Frank Everton then you, on Twitter, then you'll know. Um, okay. Just... Sneaky said, for fuck's sake, I'm starving now. Yeah. <laughs> There's not many takeaways that deliver pancakes, is there? That's the problem. There, there, there is actually near me. There's a, there's a dessert place that'll bring you crepes. Ooh. Ooh. Um, last up for tonight, we have Nimrod Hicks. Okay. And he says, Dear Mediocre Emissions. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies for not pitching in any feedback and opinion lately. It's been quite a, f- a tough few weeks. One of my favourite sayings is, when, ma- when man makes plans, God laughs. And I'm sure after the year we all had last year, with the terrifying start of the pandemic and the struggles of lockdown, we can all reflect on our place in the fate of the world. Change is just a dice roll away. So imagine how dumb I feel when I look back and 2021 has been even shitter than last year. For fuck's sake. Since February, the wonderful Mrs. Hicks has had a cancer diagnosis, two failed attempts to cut it out, and eventually a full mastectomy. It was brutal and my black dog barking didn't help matters either. So all in all, a sad tale of woe. However, having the love and support of friends around me helps enormously. Therefore, with your open subject, I nominate my favourite thing to be modern escapism. Okay, calm down. You're clearly not the greatest thing in the world. That goes to Bob Dylan's music. <laughs> well, you're prob- Bob Dylan is fucking good. You're probably not even the world's best podcast. However, the lovely, inclusive community you and we have created over the last year has been a great boon, 
and is always a kind, safe and fun place to be, which has helped me navigate these choppy waters. Happy birthday, and thanks to you guys and the whole Modern Escapism family. I love you, pricks. Cheers, mate. We love you you too. I told you it were a good idea to set a discard up, didn't I? Yeah, it was a great (laughs) idea. I love that place. I just love the fact that people pop in and out, they're either in there every day. There's people that don't even listen to the show and I don't even care. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, it's follow, just the, follow the rules and enjoy yourself. There's not many and, rules. And like Nimrod says, he, he told us about that in our mental health chat. Yeah. And I know. it was a tough oh. day for him. Yeah. And ah. the love that everybody gave to him and everybody else that's all had, we've all mentioned stuff in a there. Horrible thing. It's just a nice, supportive place you could be open and honest as you want to be. And it doesn't matter what you say, everybody's there, supportive. Uh, just to give you a little pick up, it's amazing. When, when obviously people don't know when when we first started this in the, in this little green room that we had before it became the Discord that you know it is now. It was just a room for us to chat in way before you were born. Candy. It was it was it was a it was a glorified <laughs> group chat, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a group chat, and I think everyone that we started it with, because we started it with other people, remember, um, we we all had that same thought. Like, let's apart from uh, like procrastination and escapism let's let's make it a positive mental mental health place you know what i mean and yeah. it's just it's got better like you see it on on twitter people saying stuff like oh oh discord oh god it's because you're in the wrong ones you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. oh yeah there's this ah oh, it's such a such a it's so it's so nice to know that like I've had arguments with family members and then I can just look to these people and, yeah, a lot of them jab at me because I'm a fucking idiot and I know I am. But <laughs> the, It's the, affectionate the, the jabbing, stab- though. Yeah, they're jabbing yeah. at me with, like, pokers, but they've got, like, pink fluffy bits at the end, like, we love you, but we, <laughs> we will keep prodding you. And it, it's always bantering. It. it never gets out of hand. We make sure it doesn't. Um, we yeah. try to keep it a nice, safe place, and that's the way we want it to be. It's so fucking special. It's, it's, it's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honoured to... We're all honoured to serve you. We really are. Yeah. And it's 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 good. Um, and if I were drunk, I would be crying, but like I say, hangover. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now it's time for everyone's favourite bit. It's the socials and a sneak peek of what we'll be doing next week, but it won't be live. Sorry. Yeah, so again, just thanks to everyone. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Modern Escapism. On there, you'll find a link to all of our episodes and our socials. Um, you can join us on our Discord that we've just spoken about. Again, it's a wonderful community, most of whom I think have actually joined us this evening as yeah, well. Thank so you. thank you so much for that. Yeah, it's really appreciated. You. If you do have any comments, you can either tweet us or email us at modernescapismpod at gmail.com. If you enjoy playthroughs, find us on here on twitch.tv slash modern escapism. So make sure Saturday. you're following if you're not already. Yes, yeah. you'll get a thing every time we go online. Anyone with those Prime subs, if you're not get using them, just, just knock a, throw it our way. Yeah. <laughs> and t- tell your friends as well. Dragon Saturday soup Oodles, isn't cheap. Oh, what have you d- got for d- us this Dr. Week? T Gonzo is now following. See? Hey. Thank you. Thank you. He, he, Thank you. He knows what to do. We need doctors <laughs> as well. Thank you. Uh, what did you say, Candy? What am I doing this what week? What are you doing this Saturday? Are you Fuck crashing knows, some mate. planes? You're doing Fable? Uh, I, I don't know. I think, I think I've been inspired by, um, by, by, by uh, Stig's moaning. I think I might play Half-Life 2. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. hell. <laughs> I think I might play it. What are you playing it on? Xbox. Well, to, I mean, to be fair, we bullied you into starting Bioshock and you ended up loving that. If you want. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. I was a, I was like, I'd never like Bioshock. I was crying. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was so good. Um, it was same with um, Titanfall 2. Oh, Titanfall 2 is so good, but I had no idea it was so good. So, 
yeah, I might even plug in the old keyboard and mouse and play it on the Xbox and just... It's fine on controller. I've played it on both. Is it? Is it all yeah. right? Oh, there we go then. But yeah, I think I might do that and then I will... I, I kind of want to get back to Fable, but uh, there's so much there's so much potential, isn't there? So I'll I'll do something. <laughs> God knows what. Uh, Mondays we have Biggie dies. Biggie's continuing his playthrough of Dark Souls for the first yeah, ever time. I didn't play it last week because we had to record our special on Monday, so uh, I should be back to normal tomorrow. All I'm well. looking forward to that. I'm not. We're about to say, oh, you're at, you're at ONS, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still. Uh, Wednesday, Gadget and Stiggy, you still playing Sea of Thieves? Yes. Yes, we'll, nice. we'll that play was it. We'll it. When this comes out, we'll the audio it, version, yeah. we'll have played that. So, yeah, well, last time was live. a nightmare because we went the wrong way and then the game glitched. We lost like an hour and a half. <laughs> and it was just like, and then it took us like 10 minutes to get back to where we were. After. Does it not constantly save then? Sea well, of no, Thieves? well, the, the thing is with the when you do the tall tales, is like they're designed to be played over like an hour and a half. They're not very long, but ah. it, they don't save your progress. Oh. So, like, we it glitched for us about halfway through it. So we had to come out of it and come back in and start the whole thing over okay. again. And then we got, um, and and we got griefed. We, yeah, we, <laughs> we got griefed in the first instance. And after we came, out, came back in, it put us on the other side of the fucking sea from where we had to be. Yeah, Like, so, it's just, wow. it didn't even spawn us anywhere near. So it took us about 15 minutes of just open sailing to get there. It's still such a fucking pretty game. Now. Yeah, oh, I still enjoy playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, and then, see your friends, uh, punk. <laughs> <laughs> see your friends. Oh, that was funny. Um, Thursday, I'm continuing my Candy's Creature feature, so I'm going to be starting a new game. I'm going to do just one week of Five Nights at Freddy's, so that's on Thursday or tonight if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> I can't believe you're doing Five Nights at Freddy's. Like a proper <laughs> Twitch streamer. Like, I know. Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. <laughs> I'm going to get so many fans. Um, and then I think on the stream, we're going to decide what's, what I should play next. So if you've got any suggestions, I would love to be scared. I haven't five been yet. So it's a bit horror-based. Soma. Play Soma. So, Soma's Soma. good. Have you, have you played Outlast? Or Outlast 2? Haven't done oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Outlast. Cool. There's a lot of willies yeah. in that. Do you like willies? I'm a fan of the willy, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them in it. So, yeah. right, sold. So sold. I won't be announcing next time. Um, but yeah, feel free to join me and uh, make some suggestions. All of our playthroughs are uploaded to YouTube for you to watch in your own time. Um, at the moment, you'll need to search for modern, modern escapism in channels, but we're extremely close to getting our own personal links. So if you wouldn't mind giving us a subscribe, that would ha- help us immensely. Yeah. Um, okay. Patreon, we've spoken about patreon.com slash modern escapism. So that you've got five pounds for modern escapees. Five pounds for Scorched Sheep and seven pound fifty for the Biggie Bundle. Biggie Bundle, baby. Do the Biggie Bundle now. Look at his face. <laughs> How can you say no to that? Next week's subject, we have got a banger, absolute banger, and I can't believe we haven't done it yet. It's best baddies. Yes. How have we not done this yet? I was so confused. I was like, we've done it, we've done it. Then we look through through a filing cabinet. We haven't done it. We're like, it fuck. Best baddies. <laughs> That's baddies, yeah. so oof. See, what baddies do you love to hate? Do you love them or loathe them? Who's the oh. baddest baddie of them all? Let us know in a message or a comment. I mean, it's yep. clearly punk. Clearly Debbie punk. <laughs> He's an anti-hero. Yeah, it's an hour and a half rant about him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good boy. And as always, if you have a minute and you've enjoyed our podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or Anywhere you can find to leave reviews. It really helps us get seen. Uh, we read all of our five-star reviews. And if you have any suggestions for us, positive, negative, we'll, we'll read them all as long as it's a five-star one. So we'll take everything on board. 
Absolutely. I've just seen it. <laughs> so have I. Thatcher. Yeah. Thatcher. <laughs> Tough wank, but I got through it. <laughs> now, now. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much there, Kenny. Thank you for my lovely co-hosts. Um, this has been fun. Um, I don't think we're going to get kicked off the internet, luckily. No, we've uh, done well I, so far. I, yeah, I was, I was, I was biting my nails, thinking, "Oh, I'm kicked off the internet because we're not getting edited." So, if you are listening to this on audio, you're probably getting a really, probably really un- unedited version, and it's as close as you can get, even where we're describing things that you can't see. So, <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone that tuned in. Oh, there's, there's been loads of you. We've we've too many. I can't even read all your names out. But it's just, it's been a, it's been a, a strange year. It's been a cracking year, and I'm. I'm proud of me, mainly. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you all. I, I'm, I'm mainly proud of the community that, that's somehow gathered and we all just help each other out. T- toughest, toughest time for a lot of people ever. And it's just, we ain't going anywhere. You've, we'll see you next year for the, uh, the two-year wrap-up and stuff. It's just, I'm, I'm, I'm just absolutely honoured to keep a podcast alive for the first time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't and as a bonus yet. for all our listeners, um, as a thank you from me personally, I've got a 12-month subscription to Xbox Ultimate, and I'm, hold- and I'm holding it up to the screen for you just to enter the code. First one, first come, serve. Yeah, get ready. Ooh. Here you go. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's glitched. He's, he's, he's glitched out. No, he'll do it. He'll do it. Don't you worry. Well done. There you go. <laughs> it's for the listeners. <laughs> yes. Wow. Also, so I have to explain that one. If you, no, you don't have to explain it. You don't have to explain it. If you've it. watched tonight, remember, um, and you are one of our patrons, we will still be doing the Patreon thing. So download it on Thursday, and you can skip ahead yeah. all the stuff you've watched uh, and get to the Patreon section. Yeah. On 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 the Patreon download, I'll make sure to point the time code in when you yeah. go to the Patreon yeah. bit, so you can just so, skip ahead. Yeah, we are we are closing the live show very soon, and we're gonna meet the patrons back round round the back for cheeky hand jobs and kisses, <laughs> basically. Um, and pegging, uh, yeah, pegging. Um, so, all I can say is thank you for a, a, a strange and incredible year, and here's to many, many more. So, thank you for the live chat, thank you for all the live viewers, thank you for all the listeners, and thank you for people in the future that have come back and listened to this and thought, <laughs> "Wow, what a weird." Bunch of fucking nerds. So, yeah, good night and may all the gods be blessed. And those of you that left, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, everybody. Thank you. Bye. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining.